Hey, what's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast is back. Had a little break with Thanksgiving. This is episode eight. I'm Anthony. We got Casey, Joseph, and Joel. And today we're bringing on, this is, a, oh, they've all been special, but this one's a nice special one for me and everybody else because uh, this is my best friend, my longest standing brother in metal. We got Mr. Dan Kenny on with a suicide silence fame. I'm here, dog. Hi, dude. Hola. What up? Yeah, dude. Super stoked to have you on, brother. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time coming. We got a story to tell, so why not get it going? Yeah, let's talk about some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, definitely. All right, so, uh, I mean, obviously, me and you, we grew up in the same hometown, Pacifica, yeah. California. Uh, you're one year younger than me, but uh, there's only... 40,000 people in this town so we stay pretty close-knit yeah. you know everybody knows everybody and eventually when you're walking around at school and you see somebody wearing a Pantera shirt or a Slayer shirt and you're like oh okay there's yeah. other dudes around here that are that are, are catching the same winds that I'm catching at this time you know or 15 16 well actually you were 16 or 17 when we started hanging out what was yeah. it I was trying to figure that was it my senior year or my junior year when we started hanging no probably around there yeah and you knew you knew my cousins before me yep do you guys remember your first interaction uh, <laughs> no i don't in the bottle you know, it had yeah, in the bottle and in the bay area that, i landed on him and it's been, the in the bay area there's no rules like that so it's whoever you land on that's, <laughs> so yeah. that's that's what happened no, no, I, I think, I, think I, remember, it was, I remember you wearing shirts around school and I just you were more of the heavier side of stuff, I think. And then I was just like, I need to go hold that guy's hand. <laughs> so then, yeah, dude. Hey, once we once we started awesome. hanging out, once we started hanging out and talking metal, we were pretty inseparable. Mm -hmm. It really did happen pretty fucking fast, dude. It was like I I think that it, literally it was each other that made it like snowball for both of us and by the time i was graduating we were all fucking we were balls deep in in the extreme shit dude yeah we both had shovels and we're trying to see as yeah, underground as we could go we sometimes we went <laughs> to underground where the shit just sounded like crap but yeah and 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 uh um i mean that we'll get ahead to it but uh, but like going to amoeba and and reading all the song names all the record yeah, labels I didn't, I didn't realize what we used to do we would take cds and we would judge them by their first their band name their logo and their artwork and then mm -hmm. we'd be like all right put it in the bin but i didn't realize a lot of fucking other people told me they did that too when they're younger and i was like i just thought right. i was just weirdo Joel, that. joel's one of them Joel's yeah I, I would do i would do record label would be when started to turn into like record label thing too like all right they're on an earache yeah they have, like, they have like a cool like death metal logo amputated vein let's go <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if it looks it looks like they know their shit dude the logo looks profesh you know but like yeah. brutal you know dude, but the best time that we, we, we call it luck of the draw yep yeah so then, and then we'd get like 10 on the cds maybe i'd get five and he'd get five and usually only like two or three of them were good yep but like yep. damn we and then we tried to then we sell the old ones back and then buy for, like, for like 50 a third cents of the money <laughs> yeah but dude we, we fucking found some real crappy shit in there but the ones that we hit we hit hard you know Dude, like, like aborted engineering the dead was oh I, yeah that was one of them for me and gary as well the first, the first, the first necrophagist and it was like new 
Oh, dude, but that wasn't the luck of the draw, though. That was uh, what's his oh, name? Uh, there were, we had the dude who I think his name was Ed. Ed, yeah, we had Ed we at uh, Amoeba in San Francisco, and and if he was working, he would uh, tell us like all the new good shit that came in, and onset of uh, oh. onset had come through the OG Willow Tip version. It came out on Willow Tip, I think, right? And uh, no, no, it got re-released on a Willow Tip. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. So that first, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was some German label. Was, or whatever. We we had the one that was hard to find. Now we do. Yeah, I still have it, dude. That that uh, one with the zombie or the mummy on the cover or whatever. Yeah. CD shopping was fucking great. That's how we learned a lot of metal. And mm-hmm. then Anthony, Anthony got kicked out of me, but and then we. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I knew this. Was, that story. This shit was hey, happen. Anthony comes in to me, but twenty years later, it's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. It's been a long time, so yeah. When you're 15, you're with a certain uh, group of people that are uh, very influential on you. Uh, you you tend to just follow your your fucking peers, and I was with a bad group, and they decided they were going to go to Amoeba wow. and switch tags, and I was switching fucking uh, dude. I was switching like brand new albums with dollar ninety nine tags, you know. <laughs> oh that's like there's absolutely no way and i'd like lay it out on top of it and i'm like just acting like i'm browsing but i'm trying to peel off the label and it's it's coming off in pieces and shit i'm like fuck that one okay go to the next one and and then and then finally it just it it got to the point where they they knew exactly what was going on we got caught we got our pictures taken and uh yeah so you're in you're you end up in this rolodex of of fucking people and they actually you know i tested it not even a year later and i was flipping through cds and fucking this dude just walked up to me and was like hey anthony and i was like hey what's up and he's like come with me Uh, no more death metal for you dork (laughs) (laughs) plain clothes security guard just chilling just like yeah we you know who you are but you know it's you're 15 16 years old you're fucking you're making stupid decisions. Have you stepped foot in there since? Oh yeah, yeah, I have. With, you know, with, I, with a with a with a punch girl on and a big I can, hat. I can grow a beard now, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. You look like. <laughs> you can't, can't grow your hair though. Guy, so... Still can't, can't grow, grow my hair right in this. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. that's true. <laughs> no, that's true. It's true though. Funny but true. Clap it out. So yeah, going up, going up together, going up together was so much fun, man. I always wish that other kids had that growing up with their friends discovering totally did so music together because that shit is so fun you don't even care about anything else but that yeah so let's rewind a little bit though dude let's rewind because we're going to go back through that stuff i want to i want to know like i don't even know how many times we've really even talked about this um like when did you fall in love with music and when did you decide you wanted to make it or be involved in playing it and (sighs) My cousin Bill, my is he's passed away now, but he uh, he's like one time at a, like a family gathering at his house. He, he lived in a barn, and he brought me and me. I think me up first, and Pat might have came too, my brother. But he showed us like Sepultura, Metallica, Slayer, Corn. He showed us like all these bands in one fucking night, that which was super over overload, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. And I asked him if he could give me some of the CDs, and he said no. So I think I just, as a kid, I wrote down the band names, and I just got super into those bands. And then I 
just was infatuated with those bands and you know my mom took me to see Pantera and then I started then I got to see it live and I was like okay this is the so coolest you, real quick where you are real quick real quick uh were you already uh playing guitar when you went to go I think I Pantera? just started playing guitar like right when I right, right after I heard those bands I think that's when I, went, I got I got a guitar mm-hmm. took it seriously kind of and I was like oh, I gotta learn and sh- I remember being so shitty at it but I just because I'm the kid who wants to play metal, and metal's not easy. So I'm like, this, and then it's really, it really is hard to play when you're growing up. You're like, this shit sucks because I suck. Because it's hard to play the shit I want to play. I'm not trying to learn. So then you gotta learn. So you gotta start more. with uh, you gotta start with Pantera Walk. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, uh, Deep Purple and fucking some Green Day songs get you get yep. you going. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what age is that? Six, 15, 14, no, 13, 15, 14. Oh my God. I don't so, know. Come around there. The worst memory ever. No, that's, I'm, that's, I'm why, just that's why I'm shitty for podcasts because I can't remember anything. <laughs> Dude, that's fine. I'm, I'm just, you, I, I wasn't even paying attention to you freaking out about that. I was paying attention to the fact that I was like, 2002, how old were you? I was 17. So you had started at 15, and by 17, we were writing carnivorous riffs. Okay, well, maybe I started at 13 or 14 then, because I definitely... I don't think... I, it, I mean... I excelled pretty fast, though, I'm not going to lie, at guitar. Because when you care so much back then, you kind of don't put the thing down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then also... Yeah, I was going to say, before before uh, guitar, for you, it was uh, your passion was wrestling. Professional wrestling. That's my... You know, I still have a slither, sliver of hope in there that I will make it one day. <laughs> what's your name? What, what's your wrestling name? Dictionary Dan. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I just, I just teach people about words. Strikes fear into an opponent. Yeah. yeah, I lose every match, dude. Uh, just reading every match. No, I want to be a wrestler super bad. So I wrestled throughout like middle school and high school and how to wear the singlets and my little chode popping out and everything, you know? And I think I'm... <laughs> that's a great one. You see me, you see me, oh, I mean, I was in Halloween, so it was cold. Yep. You see me covering the the wiener with the belt, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Santa Cruz, right? Yeah, that was the thunder first Thunderdome, right? Yep, yep, yep. That was another my... Thunderdome alum. Yeah, oh my God, first one has the cake, man. Thunderdome's so kind of like it has almost like a pound legend to it. Yeah, for us, our, our little circle for sure, it's definitely a sanctuary to me. Pound Junior. I, I think I, that might be one of the first. <laughs> that might be one of the first. That might be one of the first places I got. Sorry, Alicia. <laughs> that picture of you up. That's where I developed my crush on her. It didn't work out well. <laughs> Was that a logo on the the top there? Was that like a death metal top? Oh, go back to it. What was it? I thought it was just his tits. <laughs> I had a skin disease for a while. You did? Eczema? No. no it's called uh, uh, it's called Tanea Versicolor. Uh, yep. I think it's just a like boxing logo or something. All right. What's that? Grandmaster <laughs> Flash on the wall? Okay, sorry. I'll stop asking questions then. Just wait. That's all. That's funny that you said Tanea Versicolor because I was trying to remember that. It's so what so is Michael Jackson? So Michael Jackson claimed that he had on his face, but nah. Apple <laughs> was bleaching his teeth. He's like, hey, will you do the rest? 
Uh, <laughs> you know, dude, that, that place was amazing. I remember like just, we would, it's, when it was just us dudes and no party, we would just get down and get hammered and watch weird movies. Watch and, weird so, movies and fucking listen so to much awesome music. Share music with each other. Fucking, I'd eat vegan food and be like, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like beans, but this is good. Hey, this is good. Give me another beer. No, I still, I still never forget that time we went to Dharma's like a it's a vegan restaurant. We went after a Thunderdome. No, it was I remember, Dharma, I remember going to Dharma specific because I lived like right behind it afterwards, and uh you had a carnivorous shirt on. You're like, what am I doing here? This, I have a carnivorous shirt. I'm at a vegan <laughs> restaurant. And, like he went to the fucking even went That's to so the funny. register. He's like, what? What don't you know what to get, dude? I have a carnivorous shirt on. What am I supposed to get? <laughs> Can't you read? <laughs> they're like they're like actually no, it's kind of scratchy. <laughs> yeah. I will say the oh, Nada chicken burritos legit. Oh yeah, uh, super good. Nada chicken burrito. All right, so uh, this is good. Totally. Um, so we're all right. So it's high school. You you started playing. You 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 fucking picked it up quick and kept on going and never stopped. So we were hanging out. I. It's so funny how it's just like things about your own life you can't even remember. When yeah. did the conversation happen? Do you have any idea where we were like, do this fucking start writing some death metal? I don't know. I just think we listened to so much of it. Then we were, we were, and then I, we realized like I play guitar and you're like, well, we could do our own fucking band, you know? And we, Oh dude, that was what it was. So we went to guitar center and fucking bought, I bought a drum machine from Paul Ryan origin. What's up? Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's great she's, i think she said it best uh, yeah <laughs> i think she said it best <laughs> that's the first female appearance on the show so. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> right all virgins that's crazy <laughs> yeah. so yeah dude i bought i think i bought a drum machine from paul and then oh, yeah. Play that thing. Oh, oh yeah we said we, we need a drummer how can we find a drummer pacifica number one we can't Number two, let's go ahead. And Anthony's like, "Fuck it, dude, I'll play drums." And they're like, with "My wow. fingers, bro." Yeah, he figured he bought a fucking drum machine and he played with his fingers. Yep, he <laughs> got a Boss Eight Six Sixty or some shit like that. Yeah. And it was it wasn't like it wasn't like intricate. Like it was basically just string. So you had you had, a, you had a circle between like like if like let's say twelve was like a double bass blast beat. And then like 15 was a groove and then like 14 was a fill. And then we had, you literally had to like turn the dial to that number and be ready for it to hit the next thing. And if you miss, if you miss, we have to start the whole song over again. Yep. It's like, fuck dude, sorry. The, and then the double bass blast went for an uh, extra measure, dude. We got to stop, bring it back. I didn't hit 15 at the right time. There's like a certain time. I remember you were so, you're, you're sitting down with it on your lap, hella serious. Just hella serious. I'd smoke bowls. We you would I would smoke bowls in your garage. We would listen to music, and then it'd be time for us to actually you, write music. At one, at one point, we had we had fuck before even Troy started playing with us. We had like six, seven songs in the bag. Mm -hmm. Songs that I wish that we could hear right now. That just who knows where they are, dude. Two and four. What the fuck? I don't even know where fucking two and four went, dude. The ether took it, dude. It, it fizzled out into the universe. We're never going to fucking see it or hear it. I bet they were sick as fuck, though. Wait, can I ask about this drum machine? 
did they have program like pre-programmed beats or were you like programming the i was pro and then i was programming them? the beats and then and then manually syncing it like it it became like you, you what was it a boss doctor rhythm yeah yeah something like uh, that yeah. and and so you'd have like they did come with like set more, mostly made for like rock drums maybe or a lot a lot of hip-hop i think yeah but you get to this this certain point where on the the hard drive or whatever mm -hmm. of the drum machine there was mm -hmm. just empty slots for you to be able to uh, make different drum beats and then you can string them all together there was i mean dude we were so infantile in it that there's totally a way that we could just write it set it and press play yeah for real but we, we got have, to, we, we got to a point where we we're like dude we have a blast beat right now let's yeah. fuck in all right plus play uh, oh okay let's add double i'll do one with double bass and then just turn it back and then it just goes to the point we, where we like, like made it way harder than it should have been oh but. totally <laughs> Probably well, would have done better with like it. just beatboxing. Do you remember how, how you remember we remember you would just play a blast beat for like 15 minutes straight and you're just like looking at me playing guitar like right a roof, right a roof. <laughs> I must have played I must have played like fucking 800 riffs. And then yeah, by, by the time you stopped it, I just he, still hear blast beating in my head. Uh, Dan and Dan and our uh Dan and our Dan and my uh writing style was literally tenacious d in the pick of destiny it was me standing next to dan with the guitar only we just added the drum machine and then i would listen to him and i'd be like ah no you, dig a dig a there and fucking speed pick there and then yeah and he's more of a crunchy underbelly like fucking jack black yeah. and, and it'd be like that dude and i'd be like oh yeah dude that part with those that part right there let's keep that and let's see if you can add something like this at the end and our, that's our literally was, was our fucking our was written so weirdly it was but dude it's, it's like you gave two monkeys like like <laughs> instruments and, and showed them a couple bands and said go, go how did you how did you present it to, to troy with like that well, i don't know uh, well, i gave five thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just joking uh it'll two thousand cats out the bag dude we no, wouldn't no, have no. that we, demo if we didn't well, give him five g's up front gusty from Severed savior kind of took me and anthony under his wing and like i think i think because like uh We'd always go hang out with them and do normal shit. But then well, we I told the story when we, I took real quick, real quick. We also go to every Jesus. show. We also go to every show with them. We would, well, we met at the pound. We showed yeah. up. It was us, me, and you, and then we got there, and Dusty and George were already there, and we were the only four people waiting for some show that night. Yeah, George were drinking out of their trunk. They were drinking out of their trunk and we just ended up fucking talking to them and and they started passing bottles and we all started passing joints and boom it was fucking click everybody yep. was fucking chill and then every time we went to the pound we'd hang out and then after the, after a while it was like check out my band on mp3.com that's what yeah dusty's saying and we, yeah and then we realized his band is sick as fuck and then mm -hmm. um then we we're at home on winamax trying to download shit and then we find this fucking band on mp3.com and you're like fuck dude they're 20 minutes away from us yeah right. and severed so we so we'd always go to all the shows with dusty and shit we didn't even know meet his rest of his band yet so later on down the road we meet some of the guys well, i think we meet the rest of his band at one of their shows were they christ tonight at the time or were they severed no they were already severed um yeah. i think we met murray before we actually watched severed play no yeah, yeah, I think we ended up meeting Troy for real at the practice spot. Mm -hmm. 
Because I don't think Troy that came to that many shows. Yeah, so what it was was me and Dan were literally the flies on the wall in the Severed Savior uh, rehearsal studio for a long time, dude. We would literally just come there to hang out with them before they'd fucking play. We'd party and then they'd play and we'd just sit there and fucking have a Severed Savior concert every single night. Yeah. And be a part of the camaraderie, being a part of, you know, the inside, the behind the scenes shit and just learn. Dude, we were, I didn't even realize that, but as we're hanging out, we're actually fucking learning the ropes of what it yeah. is to really be in a band and be in a rehearsal studio and be able to work with each other. Like you, you have to build a relationship, you know, you really have to become like connected in order for it to work and we saw that happen with severed savior and that totally was the inspiration for for what we were doing so it's like we had yeah. carnivores going then we're like let's take it to the next level we need a human on the kit so i think that i think it was also it might have been dusty's idea like why don't you just look at us troy dude like he's here yeah. dusty was dusty really was like fucking he came with great ideas dude and and he totally had faith in us in the beginning and yeah, we owe a lot to Dusty for sure. I mean, he fucking, he engineered our demo. He recorded it. He was behind yeah. the, the 16 track or whatever the fuck we were recording on. And fucking Troy, he, we would always, I think I would always end up jamming with him after separate practice anyways. We'd all just jam and just do weird shit anyways. And then finally, like, we heard some, some kind of shit we were doing. And then I think finally it was just like, you want to fucking drum this shit? He's like, yeah, I can learn it. So then... That was yeah, man. He's, cool. he's still to this day he's definitely the fastest drummer i've ever played with yeah troy's nuts dude, for sure dude i mean when when you think about the speed of like that vomit remnants demo or, or i mean the vomit remnants got this true split um i think mm -hmm. his metronome was set to like 260 or something on it's, that it's really fast and it's all one take too yep no fucking pro tools no nothing that with that that those songs were actually the demo songs or those songs i can't remember it was a 24-hour process yeah sounds it, pretty it, good for sounds pretty good for being that crazy that sort of time yep totally dude was, was that the time you guys were jamming at that that jam space or was it before that we started jamming with them at the hit wall spot right or rhl yeah that, RHL. That, that, that recording of the got the split i think that was after i did the merch tour for them yeah and we recorded that actually at troy's house we didn't yeah. do that at the rehearsal spot i don't remember what you're saying did you sing in the bathroom i don't remember dude i just know that uh oh, you guys were in troy's bedroom that's all i remember we were always in troy's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> i would hope you do an increments of defecation in the bathroom dude <laughs> no that's in the bedroom for sure <laughs> yeah dude yeah, so it was, was fun and it must have been really weird not weird for them but it must have been cool for them just have these little fucking kids trying to fucking death metal with with you as hard as you yeah they, they were ripping hard as fuck back then too they were like, dude. i mean they were always ripping but i'm just you, saying like maybe that maybe because you got to think of it like they had to have had some kind of uh what, what would be the word mentorship is that a word uh just older <laughs> older <laughs> mentors that 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 took them under their wing and they saw it and they they respected it and realized what yeah. they could do and we just became those that next generation for them to pay it forward you know and um 
that's that's super cool super grateful for that i mean there's so much fun at that fucking rehearsal studio dude playing hacky sack football fucking building their tour bus for them we already talked about that on the severed episode yeah, you, like, you, not not everything is fucking fucking mean old death metal all the time <laughs> no dude it's about <laughs> having fun and being with the bros dude throwing yeah. down so then we you actually uh is Aptos the only live show you did with us? Uh, I did the Thunderdome too, I think. Oh yeah, oh, that's dude. right. Yeah, yeah. So that was. I wanted yeah, to chi- chime go in about it. that that time period too, because I met you guys like way back when I first moved up there. So like 2004, I remember I met you and Dan like, and we hung out like, like that year. Mm-hmm. I think. I think we. I think I got a hold of you guys. Like I think Joel. And you guys were like my spacing or something was going on and then talk to you and then there was like because we we like we talked about before we went to that uh, that origin show at the aptos club that was like before that it was like in 2004 right mm-hmm. or something like that um and so we met i i met joel that night mm-hmm. or whatever you know anyways and then i got a hold of you guys and i had just moved to san francisco you know, from, from san diego and i like hung out with you guys like in the city that you remember that it was like before we ever did any music yeah, or i think the first time we met you for sure is we got invited to the little barn you're playing with i think it was that mike's house or something but you were playing with decrepit like you're a brand new young kid and i was like we need to see this kid play you got a small little drum area oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah like, that little shed like, in the back that small like shed the first yeah drum they got after in time begins or something it's like someone who can actually play it and we're all just like oh shit man this is real yeah yeah, yeah exactly so we, we, became, <laughs> <laughs> we became friends like back in that that was like that that was the year you know in 2004 anyways but like it was so cool because like we we hung out i think in the city too and then like it was like uh i went to your jam space i think pr- like, did you guys already have the space at that time? I want at, at the point we were we were just like severed. split and it was severed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I went to go hang out with you guys, yeah. and that, that's when that. I first saw Car- Carnivorous Jam, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I also of course saw Severed and stuff in Troy, and I remember him like doing that, like just cr- all of a sudden, just like this hyper blast, like with his feet, just like ah, like insane, like like what is that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super cool. We were, we- and. Uh, uh, yeah it was really cool good times totally you know. dude no i was gonna say what i was gonna add to that was uh i think 2004 halloween was the first like maybe party that we went to at the thunderdome dan mm-hmm. you, you think it was 2004 when you and i were uh jay and silent bob yeah oh, yeah. oh shit. that's right and that's, it was a it, yep. it was an odious show during the day like you guys were playing still yeah, the well, day. We, had a, we had a lot of we had a lot of yeah. Pacifica friends living in santa cruz at the same time mm-hmm. that's right Mika- so michaela michaela right yep mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, or no michael sorry michael michael was living on, on um what what's pacific ave right off of pacific so, ave so then like, like that Santa cruz is only an hour away from pacifica so we'd go there all the time to party and mikey obviously mikey yeah. herbert sorry like fucking, so you have so many bands just starting to connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Cup of dudes and odious and like taste of blood. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then like you have us carnivorous guys coming up. And we're all just, it was just can't may have those times happen again like that. Yeah, dude. No, totally. And, and, and just fucking hitting highway one for an hour and 10 minutes yeah. and you're there, dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, beautiful fucking drive. And by the time it's, you know, sun's coming down, we're ready to fucking party with the homies down there. Yeah. So uh, I only got to do two shows with Carnivorous before I left to do my other shit. But, but if you think about it, like fucking Sleep Terror was on one of the bills. So that's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> At the Thunderdome. That was the same night that Sleep Terror played, right? Yeah. Sleep Terror, yeah. Odious Carnivorous. That's, that's when we met Dave. And Dave, 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 Dave. Yeah. yeah. Luke uh, you just blocked me. <laughs> yep, that's when we met Dave. That's when we met everybody. Yeah, dude, Dave is the man. That's the famous right night that somebody went out the window. We keep Ooh. talking about it, but yeah. yeah. I, w- I woke up under the window that night um, and like on a couch, just like it was only like it was like 20 degrees. It was super warm. And I woke up like almost dying. I think I almost died. I woke up just like someone put their sweatshirt on me. And we're like, ah, you're good. <laughs> it's like a couple, a couple empty beer boxes. <laughs> yeah, like he's good, dude. He's, he's good. <laughs> dude, he's those a, times, dude, yeah. I wish back, man. I wish we had more like iPhones back then or something to like document that shit. That shit's like there's like nine pictures of like those first ones. You know, it's like it's really just kind of legend at this point. You know, when sure, you think I about could, it, the technology. I see Dave's room in my head, and I could see, yeah. like, I could see like the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too yeah. yeah i mean i lived there for four the years. back door the back door <laughs> out the kitchen that that's if you you would pull into uh, yeah it does everybody probably doesn't care about what the no, <laughs> no. Fucking, yeah you weren't well, there, there was a driveway <laughs> i'm like yeah dude uh anyways um okay i finally got this that i can nice. oh, shit. Well, what was, is this the app um, one? Yeah, yeah that was the show yeah oh pat's been yeah pat's so explain remorseless guys that's okay. like your guys' brothers right wow. yeah. Our, so we started we started a band and then they wanted to be in a band our brothers so, wanted to follow yeah and yeah. uh our brothers were already friends before that and they're just like hey dude let's fucking do it so uh it, it actually they started no no excuse me let's let's go a little bit further dan and uh, dan pat and vincent have a longer musical relationship than we do because they were in a band while they were still in middle school that was called obnoxious obnoxious <laughs> obnoxious dude they're always happy about- and then that turned into exile so obnoxious was a like a new metal rap band kind of like the what i was doing at 15 and then uh that was that was vincent on vocals and your brother pat on guitar and then exile turned into vincent going to guitar and having so we so so we followed them we did, dude. <laughs> young kids did it first. We're trying to act all like sick, like we, we mentored them. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about the Trapani Kenny collaborations, it's Pat and Vincent. I remember your brother though. He never really figured out what instrument he was gonna play though. It, that's what I'm saying. So he was am the guitarist or am I the drummer? I don't know. Well, you're definitely <laughs> not the singer because your brother's the singer. He was the singer of the first band, the guitar player of the second band, and then guitar player drummer guitar player and then he moved to drums and i like i like when they all took those band photos oh when taking old band photos man you really had to grab your hardest shirt you have <laughs> oh man you it know? was a huge deal back then it's yeah yeah huge deal. so like i remember the one picture they have they're like severed savior and fucking hey dan can i borrow your playing me a long sleeve shirt pat <laughs> it's like fucking they look hard as shit in their pictures they man. did dude they did it. My, yeah, my it first awesome. band picture, I had a Spawn of Possession hoodie, but I was wearing sunglasses. 
and no one else was and they were like these no they were like those are fucking amazing compared to the ones i was wearing they're like these like ones that didn't fit my face and they're all like there's a bunch of fucking shitty pictures out there of me on the roof going like i'm all nervous because i just tried out once and then casey and, and david and dan were like dude if you want in it's in you're in i'm just like what <laughs> they're like all right well i need to bring my best sunglasses and my <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, was, did you at least uh, did you wear them like this or like this? Oh, no, no, I can't. I didn't know about that move until I turned about 32. But uh, no, <laughs> I uh, was wearing them on the roof. Just like I remember just going like this. My arms are just like all like, like, like not like they're not square at all. They're just like I'm all super nervous. And like, I don't know. It was just fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Actually, on that flyer, too, one thing we didn't bring up was so it was remorseless. Burn at the stake actually ended up being brain drill pretty much. Oh, wow. Um, that's uh dylan's old band it was dylan and brandon was uh the singer and dylan i was like one of their last shows and then dylan was like i got this death metal band i remember him coming into the room or like my old room and just like i got these riffs i'm like what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) i was it was something i remember brangel has some fucking pretty i just he had a different way of looking at the instrument i was just yeah. like what the fuck like i didn't understand what like i remember bringing uh casey and david in my room that's why like, brangel's perfect name? Shit. yeah and it's like he just had he didn't know anything about music at all like i it taught him like the slayer harmonies like he had, knew nothing about music but he knew how to fucking go nuts on what he like what he heard and he knew how to like replicate what he wanted to hear on guitar somehow you know which is like but, those are the kind of guitar players that are the hardest to try to uh play guitar like yeah no i i was the first mm-hmm. guitar player in that band that was not that was uh that was Crazy. super annoying i, I watched the anal cut <laughs> video of him playing guitar <laughs> i don't know what the hell he was doing and i couldn't even pretend to do that so i don't Dude, even know if yeah, we talked could. about it on the podcast yet but the reason why we all know each other in the first place because we were kind of beating around it a little bit was uh casey had met joel we had met joel all around the same time so it's like so you Joel, Joel's a gatekeeper I don't know how okay <laughs> you master Dan and Joel had had connected at some point first and it was about carnivorous yeah you, it was uh I, I sent Dan a he w- they were looking for a guitar player and my band was falling apart with Carrie we couldn't find a drummer and uh he's like oh send me send me something of you playing and I, I forget even how we even got to that conversation but um and i i sent him i had a seven string uh i had been in a seven string and i played angel of death like on the seven string and just sent it to him like i remember just like it's like in b like completely different tuning that. yeah and i sent you were like oh yeah, that's sick man we should fucking meet up and then that was the then then the bloodletting or yeah it was bloodletting with spawn possession gorgasm on uh, pyamia and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the main one i was pretty much there for hmm. um yeah, then I met, yeah, all you guys there against the chain link fence with a cigarette <laughs> and uh, pretend like I didn't see you guys, but I really saw you guys the whole time. And uh, until my friend Adam was just all like, I'm going to go, t- I'm going to go bring him over here because Adam was just like, he's all, fuck that. Stop being a bitch. Go talk to him. And I was all, dude, I was all, dude, they're over there, dude. No, I can't. I got to, I got to look cool, dude, over here. And then, uh, and then Adam brought you guys over is how it started. And, uh, I, and I was like, what's up, dude? Like against this fence. And I was like, I was so sick. <laughs> And uh, like you guys were all like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "They're all you got to check out Severed Savior." Like Mike Gilbert's back on guitar tonight or something like that. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant 
because like I just <laughs> got into separate and uh, I was way into Spawn of Possession was like my boner. I was like number one bands. Like I couldn't believe when I heard that album and uh, had the Spawn of Possession sweatshirt on and it was just like, you know, 2002 or three is when that show was in Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was so good. I, mean, I, have a lot, yeah. I have a lot of that show on video, by the way. Dude, I was. So do I. I got on that. I got on the little because that's that's how tech was back then. You got your own the little fucking video VHS tapes, like Ooh. the little mini disc or like mini like tapes, that yeah, big, yeah, dude. And yeah, you got it. And you put them into like the bigger tape, and then it like goes like and like turns into a normal VHS. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> and that's how you can watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have any of that shit, I will. I will gladly uh, pay yeah, money for after after our nervous meeting, your nervous meeting with us, we uh, we just hit it off and then we became friends. And, and then we went day, to a severed jam spot. I think is I mean that's my memory. Is went to a severed. It, sever- it always just kind of sucked because you kind of live far away. Yeah, 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 totally. And then and then you know you had your friends in Santa Cruz and we would we would connect at your friend's house in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. and just have like at their parties and stuff. And then um, and then we started playing you know play those couple shows. And then um, Anthony, we ended up stealing Anthony. We were like, I remember Anthony. Remember you came Hold up and did like a couple. Oh, there's the there's the picture with me on the roof. <laughs> oh my glasses, God, dude. Dude. <laughs> There it is. That is it, dude. And you're wearing the spot hoodie that you were talking about, dude. dude. Okay, so I remember we sent these pictures to Unique because we had just gotten signed Unique Leader. That's a Thunderdome behind there. That's David's window. Remember? Yep. We got we sent these pictures to Unique Leader. And they they just laughed at us. <laughs> They're like, "No, you got to do that again, dude." What well, they use that? the they use the oh, they top use one. one. Yeah, yeah. They use that top one. At, I think this was just one of the bad outtakes. We we like kept this as a joke or something. But look, the at one that. with the, yeah that that whole like solo window in the background. <laughs> like, don't that's beyond bad. Yeah, that's Joel though, right there. Like, dude, those sunglasses, see. dude. I'm telling you, right? They didn't like. I don't know. They just didn't work. How long you, are those you shorts? Like, you look like those, you look like. Those look like <laughs> He's butthead's cool cousin. No, I was gonna say uh 7-Eleven Lokes, oh, like the ones that are. Yeah, right. I like way, I like way sicker when you zoom in, though, dude. <laughs> you, you definitely got those at the fucking register rack of a fucking Quickie Mart, dude. Oh man, I love that. Oh, I remember man. that spawn special. You wore that like all the time. Oh, like, dude, because I remember I got that the day of the Palo Alto show. I ordered it three months in advance and got it the day of the Palo Alto show because Unique Leader was super fast. Ordered it so, from like, fucking. Uh, I was from Nuclear. I was like, "What did you order it from Sweden?" Dude, that that sweatshirt too was probably the best sweatshirt I ever had. Like, just the thickest. Look. Like, I washed that thing and it was just like brand new every time. And then I just left it at a party drunk and the end. <laughs> Dude, there's a point where I, I literally every piece of shirt I would wear would be all unique leader shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they had the sick logo with like the arm and then the the, the butt logo, you know, on the butt of your shirt and shit. You're just like, if you had a hey, unique leader logo on their shirt, it's like having like a Hell's Angel patch. For <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was like a death metal tramp stamp. Even if you have that fucking Necronomicon shit, you still have the, you still have the stamp yeah. on the back. You're in, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I need to talk to you. I don't know why. But... I didn't say <laughs> got old English on your ass, and I need to yeah. talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Let's have a cigarette. You don't smoke? Yeah. You want to smoke? Yeah. Oh God, classic. Yeah, that would ask... be uh, classic times. Yeah, go for it, Joseph. Can I ask how you got going with animosity? Well, uh, I could, that I could take like this part the over. Right, right time frame to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that that happened actually at the Thunderdome. At the Thunderdome. Yeah, Animosity was looking for a bass player, and I wasn't even a bass player really at the time. I was just all, all guitar. So then I was like, uh, I love Animosity. I was like, fuck, man, Carnivorous is 
we're playing in the living room. Uh, and I, I was like, I want to be on stage, dude. I want to be on tour, dude. So in my head, I'm like, fuck, it's going to take forever to fucking get to where they are. For, but I should have stuck with it, but I didn't. But then I uh, tried out for bass and I ended up being kind of decent at bass. And then I just uh, tried out, I think they might have tried out two, two of the guys and then picked me and brought me on the first tour. I had, to, I had to quit Carnivorous like on the phone, which back then quitting a band is like breaking up with a girlfriend. Yeah, I knew this part Anthony was going like, Anthony would be like, but, but we're still, we're still going to be friends though, yeah? No, <laughs> I mean, how I remember it, I, pro- I, I remember it more of me being a little bitch and being oh, yeah. jealous about it. Like, oh, dude, he's about to fucking, you know, take the next step and I'm going to be left back here. So I was what being I butthurt about that. Once I got that that Cannibal Corpse tour selling merch for Severed under my belt, I just I was jealous about that too, dude. (laughs) Yeah, you had to work. Once I got that, once I got that going, though, I realized, fuck, dude, I want to tour. Like, and there was no touring option for Carnivorous except for maybe like a small West Coast run or something. But I got to start touring with Animosity, and I did a shit ton of touring with them, and I was in the band for like two years. It was super fun one thing one thing you left out about that story which i still have the photogenic memory of it happening was uh we walked out into the back of the thunderdome on the you know there's like there's like three stairs that go into the backyard i remember we were walking me and you were walking out together and leo came out to both of us and was like hey we're looking for a bass player do either you guys want to do it and i was like fuck no because i was like I was like unique leader on my arm. Like I was like, dude, <laughs> do you see this shit? Like, no, dude. Yeah. I can't. Like, I got signed by like my favorite label. Like, you can go fuck yourself. I mean, no, but I loved Animosity though. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, you were you were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, maybe I can check it out. And I'm like, that was I think I was, said something was... like, hey, I think my brother might be into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I still I remember like, like him. He band. was standing, he was standing below on the, the the stairs. We were on we were both on the top of the stairs. He's, He's also yeah, he was just all, I know. So it was like, we we're just looking way down on him. And like, he's like, yeah, I remember he threw that out. And I was just like, I remember like having so much pride in saying no. I was like, hey, so if you would have did it, you would have had a lot of fun. I could have, dude, do you think, I don't know. What are you saying? Odious Mortem isn't fun, dude? I don't know. I also think like they were going the more death you metal route. talk about it right now? No, I mean, do you think that like, I, I think about this every now and do you think like if I said, or if I said yes and you were kind of on the fence about it and they like tried me out and whatever, yeah. let's say I got it. Do you think I would be you now, <laughs> and you would be in the? You Joel would be in the, Silence, He took the because same you guys exact took route. Su- you he guys took-, took Suicide Silence out on that tour, so you guys became friends with them. With That's Monster, how the right? simulation works, dude. Suicide you, Silence it, came it, later. He would have taken your life. At but that I thought point. you guys took them out with like as Blood, Blood Runs Black Shop for Cowboy Suicide Silence. I didn't Silence. do that tour. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, All right. Well, maybe my uh, alternate came- reality is wrong. Suicide came later from when I was playing bass for Light the City oh okay okay got it all right well, we'll just take all that back <laughs> yeah, if you would have been, been you then i would have been a teach fan and i would hate my life <laughs> really right now with you cowboys fans sorry all right sports guys <laughs> fucking sports uh Touchdown. <laughs> no so let's take it back real quick dude because i mean we're 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 kind of jumping ahead of some stuff here so you get the animosity gig and yeah eventually everything's chill and with carnivorous carnivorous ends up getting replacements Ivan and going i haven't i haven't Ivan Ivan Danny Danny, yeah. and actually next episode 
uh, I'll drop it right now. Ivan will be here with Craig. We're going to have a Deeds of Flesh part two next week. What's up? Yeah. Day before the album drops. Chupacabra. Deeds of, Exclusive. Deeds of Fresh. Deeds of fucking fresh. Dudes are, dudes are fresh. Dudes it's that the, are fresh. Like, they haven't been fresher. Dudes who fish. Dudes that felch. That was the that was a, Carnage one. Savalic Carnage. I thought it was Dudes Who Fish was there. That was dudes. I think they did that too, but Dudes yeah. That Felch was the one that hurt That's Mike Mike Hamilton's feelings. Those cephalic guys are characters <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Right. Animosity was super fun. And I got to do some sick ass tours. That was one band being in was super weird because I de- I definitely was the super death metal guy of the band. And everyone everyone else liked death metal, of course, but they also had like weirder, you know, they they would dive into hardcore hard, which is one thing I never got into. Or they would listen to like Zappa and then put on Psychroptic and then put on fucking it's just they're all lightning bolt. Like we were just talking about lightning bolt. Listen to that yesterday. Lightning bolt? That so then we, we, we did yeah. tour we did tour I saw them. They're yeah. sick. They're is, that, is that a SoCal group actually? I don't even know where they're from. I don't know, man. I saw I know them. they used to play shows with the locusts, so yeah. I used to go to a bunch of sorry to interrupt Dan, just real quick. Lightning bolt. I, don't know, <laughs> I didn't keep, even apologize. I just kept on it, going. I was like, hey, I Casey, what's up, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we just totally interrupted Dan. You guys cut uh, off our guests but, pretty hard there, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Fuck. <laughs> it up, it but Dan knows we love sorry. him. It just fucking went sideways for a second. But yeah, lightning bolt. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, well, I okay. San Diego, there's that that the, the Che Cafe down there at UCSD. And that's where I saw cattle decapitation play with the locust like a million times, like back in like the late nineties, early two. Like, I mean, that was like the very beginning, all that. I mean, of, of when I saw them um, and uh, yeah, lightning bolt would play shows there and they do some crazy, like, like one time it was this crazy outdoor show it was nuts. Everyone's like packed together and stuff. And Dan Eggers was all about it and stuff. But yeah, that, that whole scene was heavy and down here in San Diego. So sorry, that's Dan. What- Naveen Naveen was the one who turned you on to that, right? He was the one who was jamming Lightning Bolt. Yeah. 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 Dan's like, how the fuck did Lightning Bolt come up? (laughs) Well, no, (laughs) because that's how my that's how my fucking brain works, dude. I'm just like, I Dan (laughs) says something about it, and I'm like, I know this story, so I just like say a reference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. All right, Dan, speak. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let Dan just go for a while. Tori animosity, yeah. Yeah. Now we talk about lightning bolt for 20 minutes. Hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a no, but we would do tours where it would be we did a tour where it was like end of the moat, Psyopus. I'm like, okay, this is kind of metal and cool. That was your first tour, right? With animosity. Yeah, yeah. And then we and then I'm like, I think we I, I think animosity was starting to go more death metal route, which made me super stoked. Because then we got an origin fucking malevolent creation tour, which oh, was like yeah. I had fun on that tour. Carnivorous yeah. was on that bill. I mean on that pond, the pound show. Yeah, got that gig for us. Yeah, oh, that's right. And then we did like a six feet under tour, which it's, nobody wants to do a six feet under tour. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so we started doing a bunch of death metal tours. And my whole run with animosity is like we put my foot in the door of touring a lot, and I like touring in a van and dealing with the whole fucking continent, you know. So I'm super thankful that I got to tour like that before I got really serious and around the world and shit and you recorded the empires album right i did not record bass on it i Uh-oh. am listed on bass on it but i didn't oh I was, shit i only knew like three songs so four songs from it so frank just did the whole album ah exclusive that yeah. shit you don't you don't know if you uh don't get your guests on 
uh yeah so frank's a great bass player <laughs> yep. i wish i could say it was me but it wasn't i wonder how fast though that met that crush those songs live though dude i've, I've yeah. seen you play those songs so many times and you fucking fit perfect when that album was fucking going dude um, my favorite part was the uh remember that yeah it's a bass bill yeah. i listened to that I'll... album this week and i was like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. that's dan kenny on bass now i know <laughs> i used to i used to go up like <laughs> Wait, live and be like you hear it just think of me even though it's not me playing <laughs> on <a> recording yeah <laughs> lots, lots of, i'll give you some live shit of me and it sounds the same <laughs> oh yeah, yeah dude i hope so so animosity went to uh they were about to do animals right and then you guys yeah, parted which ways a, which is a more technical album and i finally they uh yeah things just didn't mesh that well i probably started partying too much who knows but then we have so that, we, we had the breakup like like we and you have the breakup it's like damn mm-hmm. i think our time is up it's like mm. we're gonna move on we're gonna have evan from reflux play bass and I was just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Trying to try. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you have to all now you just gotta look at that as all stepping stones, dude. Cause you're in your they're all just, they're all just, uh, just chapters. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. And they're you, I don't I would never look at any of that as something negative. No way. That's, that's something that ended and then a little bit after the, so all right, so out of animosity, what's happening in Dan Kenny's life before? Oh, back to delivering pizzas for Roundtable Pizza. Yep. I yep. really like felt like I, came, I feel like I came back to Pacific kind of with a tail between my legs. I was like, ah, I guess I'm done, like playing metal like serious like that. It's like I don't, I don't know who. Guys, I can start kind of nervous again. It was kind of already like disbanded kind of band at that point. Odious was more of a important thing to me at that time, and Karen Evers wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know what I was gonna do. So I just did pizza for a long time, and then like the city gave me a call. Their bass player quit in the middle of the tour, which was on a Suicide Towns tour, and I never even. I'm, then I was like, hey, I learned, I learned uh, five. Like I never even listened to Life the City. I learned five songs all quick. Tried out. I didn't even try out. I just went there and played the show, and I did pretty good. So no practice, no jam. We might have had one practice in the afternoon. Maybe we think we did. But yeah. yeah, like a lot of parts I was uncertain with, but I had to bring it on stage with me. Like, well, here I'm gonna hopefully figure it out on that stage. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely always the best way to go. <laughs> figure it out. On kind stage. of just thrown into it though. I mean, technically, I, dude, I'm watching that uh, show on Netflix, Queen's Gambit, dude, and, and uh, oh yeah. She she shreds in through intuition in the moment shit. So it's like that could happen for a musician as well too. You know, you have to be forced into the moment to do it, and you fucking do it. Superpower, dude. I think fucking drummers got it the easiest though, because all his fails just fucking do blast beat all fast. Yeah. Dude, I'm. Well, that's a I, we about. have it the easiest, dude. All I have to do is yeah. fucking make weird noises into a microphone. Yeah, you, you definitely, you forget a line. That's cool. You forget a whole song. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally, a line, I could just make it sound like the line. Yeah, you. Yeah, someone, someone could just pull on your shirt in the background. You could just bark every time they like, pull the shirt. <laughs> Basically, ventriloquist style, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I got my gear right here. How many tours did you do with Light the City, though? Was it one or two? Or? I did two. 
I did the one where I filled in for them. And that's that's who I was only did five dates with Also Parish and Suicide Silence. That's how I met those. That's how I met Suicide Silence. We became friends with them and we kicked it off. Those five days we hung out, just got drunk and had fun and whatever. And I didn't see him for a long time. And then I played with like played Light the City on a Caliban, a Case of Strain tour. Let's give and Steve that, Hoffman a shout out real quick. What up, Steve? Uh, love Steve. So then after, after I did that tour, I fucking completely I stopped again. I was like, I don't want to. I, I left like the city. I was like, I, I don't want to be in. This is not my thing. I'm good. So I went back to pizzas. And then, uh, yeah, then, then then the guys that I partied with back in the day, like back when Suicide called me and they wanted to try me out. So was that one, I mean, little, one, one little like the city tour, me getting drunk with them and getting close, that developed a relationship enough for them to try me out. I remember me and you went to a Ozfest or Mayhem Fest with the, we were hanging out with Suicide Talents at the time and they had their bass player still. Yeah. And I remember they were like, but they were all kind of like, like Mark and a couple, uh, someone else was all like following us. We were just hanging out the whole time. We were having a good time yeah. watching like Mastodon and like, certain bands like that down over at the because mark would just get you down at the front or whatever you know and uh i felt like you kind of like got told maybe some foreseeing something at that show yeah i heard i heard that day actually mark was like yeah yeah Mark, keep your phone on buddy or some shit which fest which fest was that mayhem 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 at shoreline yeah and i i didn't i knew i was gonna try out they're like you really you're really trying out man we're gonna fly you down i'm like fly me Okay. I like, but I only Dude, have a four, I, only have, I only have a four string. <laughs> was I? I was there too, wasn't I? Probably. Yeah, I was. I was. I was at Shoreline. It was Mayhem. It was the same night. Uh, did Slipknot play too? I think so. Maybe not. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they did. Two thousand eight. I remember me and Joel had a, a high school nostalgic moment when Slipknot was playing. Yeah. We were both getting was, down pretty that was, hard. That was July. Totally. Uh, that was July two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, and then I yep. joined the band in December of two thousand eight. I remember yeah, getting the, the the secret text from uh, I was in the the van touring with Decrepit and getting the the text from like you can't tell anyone you can't tell anyone I'm gonna try I'm gonna play with Suicide Silence I'm gonna play a show you can't tell <laughs> <laughs> like I was like yeah. stoked for you I'm like fucking you're like, what should I do what should I do and I was like fucking do it man like what the fuck like yeah. you were I mean you knew you wanted to do it but you were kind of like, Slipknot right now dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I was like dude you gotta you gotta fucking do it because especially you know. I didn't want, you know, the pizzas were good, but, you know, I figured that you might want to play in front of like thousands of people or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, when, I maybe. First, when I first heard Suicide, it was kind of like, that's the shit I wanted to be playing anyways, too. You know, yeah, yeah. fast and crazy and also super heavy breakdowns. That's like my forte. Like, I'm down. And you're not like tripping the whole time on like super technical stuff. Like, you're not like sitting, like, you're not having a bummer time. You're having a good time. Yeah, I can put my strap as low as I want. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely Nirvana strap it. Yeah, doesn't like to see those players that play all up here because they're all so stressed out. Yeah, yeah, that's me with guitar right now. It's like fucking like I'm like licking the strings. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I just set up a little studio and then these are I haven't played so I haven't played since the pandemic started. Really, I got like Damn. lost my lost my drive. Well, you guys did did the uh, you did that uh we did the virtual. Virtual tour. I mean, jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah, I mean, that's like that was, and I've brought it up multiple times on the podcast. That's like you guys were in Forbes magazine and shit. Like that's like innovative shit for the you know the pandemic. People, you know, bands are fucked right now. It's like 
and you guys came up with a cool idea to sell tickets for cities while being in a studio you know what i mean we we definitely opened it up to other bands to see like we know what not to do and what to do and we also told other bands what they should do and what they shouldn't do we did 39 shows in 30 days that is dumb <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, hey yeah. how about just do a week at the most buddy yeah 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 so how, how was that successful for you guys i mean yeah it was a mildly in the middle it was like people loved it and it gave people something to watch that's the most important part yeah yeah i watched you guys while uh, driving to work one afternoon you you sent me a backstage pass a virtual backstage pass yeah dude <laughs> what's up <laughs> that's what i always say like did they have virtual bouncers that you had to show your virtual pass to virtual like, titties we'll let you into the next link virtual titties yeah you come backstage to our green room just click this button <laughs> so are they gonna bring back that uh dan Kenny esp base or what that one right here. Let's see it, dude. Let's see it. Check it out. Grab it. My shoulder's fucked up. Is it a is it the green one? Yeah, it's the green one. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome, that's, man. That's How many of those do you have? Model. I only have like two or three of them. I have three of oh, them. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. You guys you guys stick to the same tuning? Yeah. It's, yeah. Always, it's always drop A unless we have a weird song on a record where we do like F sharp or something. Something I don't know. Just won't do it live kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like I, I, I if I could use the same guitar all show long, that's best case scenario. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Let's get back on the timeline though. So now you got the suicide silence gig at the time that we just left off, right? So you're in. Now how does life go from delivering round table pizzas? Yeah, it's fucking literally, literally once I, Suicide was already touring super hard before I joined, like talking like 250, 300 days a year, you know? So once I did the tour with them in Australia for the first, first tour, first my fucking, well, my biggest show was 500 people with animosity. So, and then I went 5,000 people for a show with Suicide. Damn. So I, I was like, okay. And we played right after A Day to Remember, which is a band I've never heard of before, but then everyone in the crowd knew all their lyrics so i was like yeah this is pretty rad <laughs> okay yeah yeah i remember oh damn parkway yeah yeah those are huge names yeah he used to hang that poster at his mom's house when he still lived with his mom that's how fucking young he was Sweat fest. the reason why parkway drive called their tour sweat fest because over there they call fans that are too too much they call them sweaters. They sweat you. They, they're like on you like a sweater. What's your favorite color? Blah, 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 blah. So they're like, we're going to meet a lot of fucking dorks on this tour. We're just called Sweat Fest. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's well, kind of an Australian cocky thing to do, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your first tour was flying to Australia. First tour was flying to Australia. And then next thing you know, I get back, have like two weeks off. Now I'm on tour with fucking Carcass and Psychoptic. We played with we played with you guys a few shows on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah? You weren't you weren't officially in the band. Was, I don't know if that was a tour right after, but I'm just saying like. Oh yeah yeah yeah. These, these tours start, like... these tours start coming up, dude. Yeah. You're going to South America with Black Dahlia and Cannibal Corpse. You're doing this. You're doing that. 
like when did Ooh. you because you weren't you weren't officially in the band though i remember you were still like on a tryout basis for a while and yeah, uh the, after the australian tour garza went up to mitch and was like this guy's cool he's fun he's a good bass player but i think he drinks too much okay and then mitch was like no man he's fucking fun man <laughs> Hell so, yeah. I, mean, I, I definitely um i definitely like to drink you guys know that Yes, we know that. We like to drink with you, brother. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go get. I'm waiting for a out to go get another beer, but you keep talking too much, dude. <laughs> no, that's the out, though, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's literally when you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the same time, he's my best friend, so I want to hear him talk, dude. And that's the yeah. real deal. No. Nah. Damn, you look fucking fly in those. What kind of glasses are those? Are those Ray Bans or? aviators they're knockoffs from amazon you get three pairs for 15 bucks once you find i i I haven't found the sun how'd you get those from amazon dude you got an amazon account yeah (laughs) what's your password don't tell him my fucking password dude i don't know your password oh you're using his prime your prime yeah i use his prime (laughs) yeah 100 bucks is super expensive i get it damn be like oh dude you're buying nicorette gum again dude I'm like, yeah, he's all calling you on your orders i'm like what the fuck do you need a nerf gun for he's like oh i have kids i'm like oh yeah that's right he's like oh my 19 kids yeah i forgot i have to get 95 guns for them to fight each other dude i literally i got a fucking nerf rack for trevor because he's got so many fucking nerf guns that i need Damn. to get a rack so i can organize them so i don't fucking trip over them every day dude. i saw i saw a funny meme today that's that showed a nerf ball and then it said, when we were kids, why do all these motherfuckers have one bite taken out of them? <laughs> I, you know, I, thought, I thought about it. Yeah, they all did. Who was that, that kid? Who was that kid? It's just like. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to test it. Make sure. I bet, it's it, was, I bet it was Joel. Yep, it's not food. Dude, they're biteable, man. They're biteable balls. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it was Joel. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Well, if I, I like, collected all of them, too, all the bites. Yeah. Dude, I've seen I've seen I've seen pictures of you as a child, Joel. You definitely bit Nerf fucking balls, dude. Dude, I bit fucking Nerf darts, homie. I didn't buy Nerf fucking like carrot like carrot sticks, dude. <laughs> That's why I'm so healthy today, dude. <laughs> Whoa, fuck! We're so in the weeds right now, dude. I'm... I know, I know. I, I had a feeling this. It's all good though. Cause I we're, know, we're I know. Brothers. I knew this was gonna happen, dude. Uh, what's happening oh we're just we're just fucking going just off fucking into going nerf off. land <laughs> that's what's <laughs> happening dude. <laughs> oh wow dude I, that's that was right around oh, that's dude, back when dude, you had all your teeth young bro you you got a beard now dude look at that know, you couldn't I even shit, do I, that you hey, couldn't even do that in that no picture. i couldn't dude i sh- you know what during the pandemic i got bored and i shaved my face and I realized I have a fatter face than I thought I did. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that text. I, I had to, like, oh, wow. I can't believe people, I can't oh, wow. believe, with every new one. I can't believe people actually people actually slept with that. Like, girls. <laughs> girls. Time. You're like, at that time, I remember sleeping with people, and I'm surprised that they did. Uh, yeah, like, what a bummer, huh? <laughs> nah, dude. Of course, the most chicks didn't like me back, man. I was fucking the ultimate warrior. You were the <laughs> ultimate warrior, dude. Yeah, dude. But you, that, you weren't looking for chicks back then. You were looking for chick, and her name was Alicia. 
Yeah. <laughs> now we're back on her. <laughs> if, if Alicia watches this, dude. He's one of my best friends. I just want to say No, no. Alicia's also from back at the times that we're talking about. Like, we're showing yeah. you pictures. Oh, oh, oh. That's, this is where the crush began. This is where the actual, like, she's into That's me, dude. It, she's dude. into me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's some good stuff there what was that was like 2005 something like that 2006 was that a eddie murphy on the on the wall there Probably. oh yeah we had like records like random yeah. ass records oh, yeah, all over the place you'd walk down the hall and the uh what was it uh we're only in it for the money frank zappa and the mothers was on the wall fucking yeah if if a lot of fucking just like death metal fans back then could have just come to that house and drank and hung out with us and listened middle they they would have had so much fun yeah dude it really was a fucking fun time dude and random people would come through there i mean we talked about it on previous episodes too but you'd be there and all of a sudden like fucking the 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 seamus and guitar the seamus and guitar player of the stratosphere would come in and yeah. pick and up guitar you look, and you look over and dusty and dusty and bill are fucking weed yeah, and we're all just chilling like Cannibal Holocaust. Food. Cannibal Holocaust is on the TV. Everybody's taking bong loads and drinking beers and shredding that, guitars. That, that, and... that was good. Joseph, you would have fun at that at that party at those parties. Oh yeah, dude. Or you might, yeah. or you might get thrown into a ceiling fan and land on a bong. Yeah. <laughs> that was... so Joseph kind of. Saw that stuff going on at the uh, the furniture dome, which was the evolution of the. That's the furniture dome. So that's, Dan, right. you went to that furniture dome? Dome? Furniture dome? Furniture <laughs> dome? Yeah. So I uh, took lessons from Casey on drums for a while uh, when I was in high school, like 2006, 2007. Oh, wow. Mostly 2007, Dude. I think. And uh, you guys were in the the dome, the furniture dome, um, which which uh, coincidentally is like right down the street from my dad's business. He like had general feed and seed company on um, commercial way. So like right Dude, over I there. Totally drove by that shit for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've that whole circuit that. city parking lot, like a little yep. further yep. down that is, is general feed seed. Um, and so I know the area is like, you know, that's, that's, that's home. Um, and yeah, so I was like MySpace, decrepit birth, MySpace. Casey Howard giving lessons and it was like blew my mind like oh my god like I could study with the legend himself and then got to go and then yeah I remember like I think it was just once it was like you know it was like I was a high school student so like you know they kept shit mellow but I remember one time like coming over and just like a fucking several ounces of weed just laid out on like the living room <laughs> um uh table there I think it might have been Joel who was like sit chilling, chilling with the weed. And uh, no, was yeah, just like, what's up? Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I like didn't admit that I smoked, but I was like, you know, smoking weed at the time. But as a teenager, it was like trying to go to college and shit. So I like didn't, you know, like commit to it. Like, hey, can I hang out or anything? It was just kind of like, I'm here for my lesson, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. I mean, I like could tell, okay, like this is how it's done. Like, this is how the dudes who make the music I listen to like live. And I like was fucking tempted for it for sure. I was like, <laughs> I want to have a house and fucking. And then I kind of did like a couple years later, I started playing with the band Kanos, which has Riley McShane on vocals oh, yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And so they had a house, the Kano's house. And that was like kind of a similar situation, like a sketchy, like crack house shed in the backyard and shit where who knows what, you know, uh, and I was like, in hang out there. Place? What the hell? Dude, no, no, okay. the, first, the first, the first Thunderdome was kind of dirty. It was dirty. Well, I mean, it was dirty. I mean, well, it, then, it, it, then, it got... then the first dorm, dorm, first dorm, keep saying that. <laughs> first dorm, that was like a well, clean, that was a cleaner okay. version. That was All a cleaner right. version of the Thunderdome. All right. There was rat shit at me, both. Let me set the record straight here. Yeah. Okay. Casey, right. set so, the record straight. Yeah. So, you know, at the furniture, okay, the, the, the Thunderdome, I was like younger and I wasn't partying and all that. And so you guys were insane. And I was just like, <laughs> all right, I'm just hanging out. And I remember Bill tackling David, like duct taping his legs because he was like throwing bottles against the walls and like Bill, like hog tying Dave. I mean, crazy stuff. I remember, but it wasn't like that is that bad at, at the furniture dome, which is the next place we got. <clears throat> we would jam there a bunch and stuff. Um, but that whole thing that you're discussing, Joseph, like um, I was just in my room, like working on music and there was just Bill and people just, there was stuff going on. And I didn't even know what was happening in the living room. <laughs> and uh, hey. you live with four or five people. It's, it's kind of like crazy, you know? And it was just kind of funny. Cause I was just in there like, you know, nerding out on like guitar stuff and drums and trying to like, you know, come in for a lesson, you know? And uh, it was, it's funny. Cause um, you know, it's, I remember Dan partying the one time and then you felt there was like, I don't know how from the ceiling or whatever it was, Dusty. you fell, <laughs> you fell onto the table and broke Josh's no, Dusty, so, Dusty threw him I, into a ceiling uh, fan. Yeah, that's what oh, I was getting was, to earlier was yeah. uh, Dusty had picked up Dan. Dan was like, <laughs> throw, no, I think it was Dan's idea. Dan was like, throw me into the ceiling fan. And Dusty, we started with putting the our ceiling hand fan. The ceiling that's what fan. I thought. We're putting like, our hand yeah. into it, like trying to like, like, like a test of will. Like put, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. put it like, put it, put Not your, uh, last yeah, you want to go like, you want to go yeah. back, back nails first. Cause it hits you in back nails. It's like way more painful. So, oh, so and then much. Dan's all put my head through it, dude. Put, fucking put my head. I don't give a shit. And then like fucking right as you said yeah. it, I think it was like really quickly. Fucking then, Dusty just threw you. Go, you went like horizontal Dan, in air and then head. took out a <laughs> took out a bomb. I probably, Josh, like I probably weighed like 140 pounds then too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 140 pounds on a fucking two so, foot bong. So you broke this this bong that was yeah. first the first bong, yeah. And it was a uh, yeah. Yeah, that's was, the first uh, one. Was there another one he broke? Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and it was Josh's. It was Josh's well, replacement. Well, this story no, though okay. was that Josh was like really upset about it and wanted him to replace it. You know. Yeah, and, and, and we couldn't get it together I, because Dan never. He. Was, I mean, we're talking about delivering. Oh people. man! Was, I kept saying, I kept yelling, it was Dusty's fault. It was. It was yeah, yeah, exactly. so we didn't know who to ask. For, like I was like, Josh. Okay, I think so it was that's Dusty. fine. You were like, why is this vase on the table? Like, what's this <laughs> vase? Like, you know, like in a beautiful party, there's just like this vase. And then a year later, he has his funny. replacement. And you're like, dude, let's, let's smoke weed. And then you fucking, oh my God. he pulls a hand stem, off. He pulls his stem halfway out and just like pushes his hand forward and it breaks in half. And he's like, dude, you're breaking fucking Josh's shit again, dude. From what I heard, I wasn't, oh, I don't remember that. That's funny. And then I probably, I don't smoke weed at all. So that, yeah. no, nope. right. It's just a funny story. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> I remember. No, I thought that was a handoff. Like you literally were like handing it to someone else and it just like split in half. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna say Dusty broke both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, blame it on him, dude. You're gonna go to your oh, grave God. saying that Dusty broke both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice, those, yeah. those times are fun, dude. 
No, I know, dude. There, there's some of the best times, dude. Like driving back from Santa Cruz, hungover and just not giving a fuck. Like, yeah, we gotta hit Highway One back home, but we'll be there in an hour and ten minutes. And yeah, you always drove anyways. Could, you, I did always drive, dude. I was always just like, he's always been I'm, a dad. If I'm gonna puke, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna puke, I'll puke when I get home, dude. That's what yeah. it would be like, you know. Or, or Dusty. There was times where mid. Sorry, Dusty. Uh, midday, we'd be driving home and he'd be like, dude, I got to piss so fucking bad. And he would just jump out the car, piss in a fucking bush. Cars are driving up and down fucking highway money. He's just like, it's chill, dude. Yeah. When you probably gotta rip, go, you gotta probably go. rip a fart while he did it and then fucking get back in the car. Yeah. I'd love to have Dusty back. I'd love to have Dusty on the show, you know, in the future. I'd love to fucking talk hey, to him. I'd love to hear that. I would love to hear it, dude. I mean, I I haven't talked to him in years, and I'd love to catch up with him. That's another dude that was all—he was right there with us during all these stories that we're talking about, you know. Yes, yeah, I, ra- I randomly saw That's him at a Cannibal Corp show, and he just like ran up and tackled me. And That's awesome. it was oh, really? at, at Slim's, probably 2011 or 12. And uh, yeah, it was just like you know, time nothing had ever happened, just like. You know, he was just That's dust, just normal dusty, you know, it's brotherhood, dude. This brotherhood, yeah. it's like the connection we all made at that time. Like it, it, we didn't even realize it, but the closeness that we all had at that time and how much time we spent with each other was just like, we're solidifying these relationships for years, dude. I mean, Joel really is going to have to fucking get on my nerves before I can't call him anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which I, I can't, he can, dude. He did yesterday. I don't even know. What it was. <laughs> you look like Super Bowl Grindcore, man. <laughs> no. Fuck. So right, Suicide I'm... Silence, man. Let's just jump back on. Let's jump yeah. back on the train, yeah. dog. Let's get on yeah. the train, homie. Um, let's, uh, so, I mean, so you did. How many How many tours have you done with Suicide Silence? Do you have a number? This is like 77. I, I wish I kept track, but I probably have to say somewhere close to like 30 or 40. Yeah, yeah. What's uh? Yeah. So you've been to every? Have you been to every continent? Not to Africa or Antarctica. I think okay. The other five, yeah. Has any death metal band ever played Antarctica? Yeah, or not death metal, but only, the only band ever was Metallica. Oh, that's right. It's the that's only band play, yeah. ever. That's the only band ever to play all seven continents. That's such a fucking power move, dude. And we did not play Trapped Under Ice, which was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's such a gangster move just like dude, we got the money dude yeah, yeah i remember they had like the big event it was like probably like what 15 yeah. years ago something like, that. Only, the video. like a, 112 people there or something like yeah and they like like no half of them passed there. away yeah Psh, that's all they could pull dude <laughs> 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 There's like 200 people there. All, all the pe- penguins is like audience probably, members. It's like probably spangles. the promoter's fault, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not enough flyers, you know, just on icebergs. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've done fucking five continents, I think. I'd love to yeah. do Africa and knock that off. And Antarctica, I'm okay to leave that off the list. Where would you, uh, would you go to like St. Petersburg or something, Africa? Or where would you play in Africa? St. Petersburg is in Russia. Or, uh, you played Russia, right? You mean St. Johannesburg? St. Johannesburg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's probably where I'd play. That's where like a boarded plays and all the, they have a festival. I think cattle played there. They have like a festival in South Africa yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. Have you played any place like in the Middle East or anything? No. 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 I know that's probably not 
kosher. <laughs> I know that there was metal bands. Remember that Akrasakauda, that one band from Iraq. They yep. they uh. Where are they now? Probably in jail or something. But, uh, <laughs> well, it's like yeah, they, they they go through so it's much. Already, to, it's already to it's already weird enough to play Mexico as a white guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you guys are fucking probably <laughs> celebrities in Mexico, right? We do really well. Yeah. With, with the satanic Hispanics. Didn't you say there was like a bunch of bootleg um, oh, merch tables set up outside Mexico, of your Mexico show? Mexico is one of the places that there's a couple. Mexico has like a lot of sick bootleg stuff. They go. They have like. You want this cephalotripsy fucking uh, drinking mug? It's like, <laughs> why do you have that? <laughs> like, that's so sick, but that's so crazy. Didn't, you buy, didn't you buy your you want, own you want shit? Some vomit, some vomit remnants high socks? Like, <laughs> like, okay. How about wormed earmuffs? It's like... <laughs> I would uh, fucking rep those so hard. Dude. Oh, I would man. fucking rep them too, dude. <laughs> it's getting a little colder too. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, weird dude. shit over there. They have so many cool stuff. And then when you when your own band plays there, you go outside with like a hoodie on, trying to trying to get your own shit. But they're like, no, no, no. You point that that's me. Try to have no one else notice you. They're like, okay, if you give us real guitar picks, we'll give you one shot glass. It's like. All right, deal. <laughs> here's seven. Yeah, here's, here's seven picks. <laughs> yeah, Mexico's sick. A lot of a lot of metal bands. Mexico sick for metal. Yeah, yeah. Do they? I heard stories about like them meeting bands and like underground bands, like at the airport and shit, like fucking with like signs. Like yeah, we've like, we've, we've had that quite a bit, not just Mexico, other places, and that's we'll never that will never get old. It's so fucking cool that they do that. Yeah, but, but but the worst part is when I get off a long, you know, 10, 12 hour flight or something, and I've been drinking the whole flight, and I'm on Xanax and I'm exhausted, and I come out to try to be all myself and all nice, but realistically, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> and like I saw every picture you see of me online with someone, I'm like, <laughs> I just flew fucking 12 hours, you know, you got your thumb out, fucking. <laughs> The, the old old man thumb move, dude. The old, the old Paul Ryan. <laughs> Naius can't leave. Naius can't leave. Name the movie. Naius can't leave. Jesus, fucking, is this the like Jeopardy or some shit? Anchorman, do it. Alex, Alex, Anchorman. It's not Anchorman. That was before the fucking podcast, guys. Why would I go with the same movie? It's always Anchorman. I called, I called Anthony the Alex Trebek of metal yesterday because you're trying to. <laughs> anybody listening to this right now i'm gonna say it and i've said it before this podcast listen to the first blue, brutal truth record and <sighs> tell me that grindcore isn't fucking dope dude get the fuck out of here now you just can't leave it's fucking <laughs> you know what you know what? bronx tale motherfuckers being, being best friends with you there's one thing i gotta say man we used to have when we had the ipods and we have really organized lists of our music and stuff i was always like you know death metal black metal grindcore like one up by it saying brutal death metal even anthony's over here going technical symphonic fucking black eagle death metal like it has its own category every band has its own category like, avant-garde black metal avant-garde. there's like one band in every genre yeah i'm like you're gonna put dying fetus and misery index together no 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 <laughs> like dude my fucking ipod was super organized dude i had so no, yours was so organized i couldn't find anything 
Fuck, dude. Shuffle game. I'll fucking kill you. Oh, the shuffle game is fun. Mm. The shuffle game is literally putting the iPod on shuffle and then the first person to guess the band as soon as it comes on. And you yeah. just tally that bitch up. And we would what? fucking play that game for hours, dude. What the fuck's an iPod? Right? It's like a machine to Spotify before Spotify. Mine's still, it's a limited Spotify machine. <laughs> mine, mine still works, but I have to keep it on a fucking power source. It won't. Yeah, that thing's done, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. I still I have, have one in my car that has, still has the wheel. Yeah. Do you still fucking tune into the fucking uh, F? What was it? 80, 89.5 or some shit? Oh, no. We don't. Do, I, I have an aux cord now, buddy. Mm. <laughs> Remember, remember when you got I that, still drive that in 2004 bro the first time you get that tape player adapter to plug into your ipod fuck mm, dude you can just play like shit, your ipod through your through your car stereo like any yeah. song you want to hear you don't yep. you define the cd you could just go boom tape that tape player adapter was probably the sickest invention from the last 20 years i i literally say i felt like a fucking savage when i had that dude <laughs> yeah i was like dude i got control of the fucking universe right now i'd pay like 50 bucks for one of those fucking things back in the day <laughs> oh, <my laughs> God. God. oh there's bryce too damn yep. what's up baby uh, holy shit that's the so, second that was the that's next the halloween party right <laughs> that's the second halloween party dude, that, I, was, I don't think i was there oh dude so bryce went as a football player and i went for her as her cheer oh that's dude. pretty funny that's good i like yeah. that is that, is that, is that you that... behind it casey are you garth no that wasn't me i i think it was a priest this year <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but did we play? I think we played. I can't remember. Dude. I don't even know. Probably some sort of music. I think, way, we, I think we got shut down. Actually, I think we were gonna play. Then I think the we did game. get kicked out. We got kicked out. Yeah, we couldn't. Play. I remember driving home yeah. earlier than I wanted to for sure that night. The cops. Can we mention down, uh, Anthony's nipple piercings real quick? <laughs> oh yeah, dude, they're out now, dude. Man. I, pulled I mean, those they out. Should be, you're married, dude. Uh, like, you have nipple now piercings. Got, when when, they, get, when they get hard, when they get hard, I got three tips on each dude because yeah, that's the, pretty hot because the scars on each side dude i got six nip tips bro you had your tongue pier- you were fucking just meddled out you were just metal to the bone metal in your I had nips it in the tongue oh the yeah. tongue fucked up yeah, my dude got- i got i had like a thousand dollar dental fucking bill because of that fucking tongue ring dude fuck piercings dude fuck dude Okay. Yes, I fucking listened to ICP when I was oh, like 13 this is the real content old. right oh, here. Oh, the truth comes out, dude. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, but, I, I was. But dude, but after that, I wouldn't call myself a juggalo, but I did fucking listen to ICP when I was a freshman. Well, sophomore. those nip piercings, because like, I'd probably call you a juggalette. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was, I was trying to become a lesbian juggalo, dude. On the on the topic, uh, the ICP guys asked. Suicide Silence asked us to play a gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, yeah, dude, right. I fucking oh, listened. I, you're, you're like, oh, dude, he was a Juggalo, dude. You fucking played one of their festivals. Dude. Yeah, and it was so much fucking fun. With Cannibal? Was that the one you do with Cannibal? No, Cannibal did it the year before us. We went with them, and I watched them, and I saw <laughs> the fun they had, and I was like, damn, we should do it if they ever asked us. We they we met them. They fucking asked us to do it. We did it, and we were so... I was, that was probably one of the most nervous shows I've ever been in my life. Just no, walking through just, a bottle. I, like, I just thought that they were gonna fucking hate us, you know? Like because like they're all they're all like rap and stuff, but I guess they just liked aggressive shit because they were super into it. After, into the, first it. One, 
after the first song, they just started chanting family, family. Whoa, you're <laughs> a ju- you guys my- are in the juggalo family now, dude. You guys <laughs> need to start figure out your own face paint. I look at the rest of my guys, and then I I, I say, guys, we fucking made it. You know? <laughs> You ever have juggalos show up to your like I've, a couple times touring? I had like just the juggalos show up to a show like they're just straight up just face paint. They're just like, <laughs> what's up? oh, she's back. Hey, what's hey. up? Make uh, another noise. I get on, yeah. Mary, on. Oh, oh. <laughs> nice. It's like, like the, the Norwegian uh... black. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> being attacked. That's, cool. That's cool that you're dating a ter- pterodactyl, dude. That's super sick. But uh fucking <laughs> It's not even registering. She's screaming so loud, dude. Yeah, it's cutting out. Turn on a reason. We can hear each other perfectly right now. How much plaques do I have? It's a homemade Jurassic Park three, dude. All I have to say is fuck y'all. I love you. I love you too. I love you too. Cheers. Cheers. Pieces. What's up? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Dan's all sober. He's like shit. He's doing. He's doing a really good job. What are your thoughts on California death metal? Hey, you know what? You it's know usually what? a bad start. Let's hear it. <laughs> I wish I was queer so I could get chicks. Nice. That's how it is. All right. Cali Death. Me too. Pit, that's you know? that's Cali. That's Cali yeah. Deathcore podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Happy Thursday, guys. <laughs> yeah happy thursday too Sweet. Hey, it's all good it's all love dude it's all love we're all dude i'm Indeed. we're all getting fucked up thursday night <clears throat> hey dan hey i uh i have a question or just a funny story that i i remember uh and i i brought it up like on i don't know like another episode doesn't matter but yeah i remember i remember that time like i was hanging out with you guys and and we played with suffocation and carcass and shit it was like in like yeah. texas uh like fort worth yeah. or something and we like met you guys and you and derek like out back we're like totally like just having fun and like art but like kind of he was like dude we're gonna fucking show you guys up because yeah, you, guys were, you guys were put after them on the on... well were they headlining over carcass no no carcass was oh sorry, that's right that's right right but, it was, but you were over suffocation yeah. in the bill and and so Derek was like, "All right, dude, well, we're gonna fucking no. This show is great. This guys. is great because like, I remember this this conversation. Do you remember I that? Too? Only, no, I just remember this conversation in the last episode, and I I love that Dan's here because I want to ask him now because I know okay, cool. there was yeah. something that I didn't I didn't mention uh, in the time because he wasn't here. But all right, see you later, Dan. <laughs> he can hear you. I'm just fucking around. No, I'm fucking good. around. So. Uh, but I wanted to just bring up that story. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So, but because that was like we were back outside. I remember it was so funny. Like, it's it's hilarious. It, and there's a there's yeah. another band that 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 happened to as well, which was Morbid Angel. Uh, we were at Slim's oh, really? and Crazy. Morbid Suffo 
co-headlining. I forget who else was on the bill. Uh, mm-hmm. Dan and I had went and, and Suffo played right before Morbid. And I, I just have to say, like, once Morbid came on, like, I was satisfied with the night. Like, my palate was, was uh, or, or I was, well, like, once, once Suffo was done, dude, I felt like the show was over. And then Morbid came on and I kind of felt like Suffo was fucking, Suffo should have been the last act that night. That's kind of how I felt with Suicide Silence. Like, once they played, like, so I didn't need to hear Suffo anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I, so let's go I back you. to the story that I brought up. Yeah. There. So is, is that what I'm sounding like? I'm Anthony, sorry. Anthony, <laughs> let, let's let Dan finish. Yeah. Sorry. So oh, remember, you remember yeah. that sh- that show? Remember, you, remember, you were freaking out of that show. You were like, "What the fuck? I have to go." Me and Derek I- have a friendly little. You, you, you bet you. I was like, "You yeah. mad? Are you mad? We're going on after you?" He's like, "No, oh, fuck no, fuck no." Yeah, like, yeah, it was so funny. You guys out back, it was great, dude. And I was like, "Well, now, well, now you're making me more nervous, Derek. Thank you." <laughs> hey, you were kind of freaking out. I remember that. I remember I that like, show. In my head, I was like, "I'm not even gonna watch Suffolk before I play because I don't even want to see him kill it." Suffolk's one of my favorite bands. You know, Suffolk's. Yeah, right, for sure. right here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, that's of course. matching, yeah. matching. Yeah, Casey I shirt. The, I got that. Oh yeah. So then, they, so then I said I wasn't gonna watch them. Yeah, yeah. I definitely walked in and watched like most of their set because there's them. And then I, I didn't even, dude. I think we went on and we fucking slayed it. Because I think there was just so many damn Suicide Silence fans there, and like they were, they were rowdies. There was just a rowdy ass. Whitechapel played, Carcass played, Decrepit played. It was, it was an early show. Yeah, that was a violent ass festival. Carcass well, that's, was a, bar- a crossroads. That's the crossroads bar- as a musician. I was just going to say real quick, cross. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, crossroads. Uh, for you, Dan, because you were saying like Suffo is one of your favorite bands, and then you see what they're gonna do. They're playing, and then you you know that you're gonna follow that. Yeah. Like that's a crossroads for you. You're either gonna fucking fail, or you're gonna overcome that. You know, and and you're saying that you even, felt even, like you slayed. Even if we fl- even if we failed, it still would have been sick. No, I know, yeah, but yeah. when you say but you feel as- like you slayed, that means that it's like. That that was a triumphant um, yeah, experience for you, you know. I feel like we, I think Suffolk killed it, and then we played great, and then fucking Carcass killed it. It was just sick. I could tell. I, I think what what I remember about that was Suffolk was tra- probably being nice about it, but they were kind of butthurt that they were before like a newer band, yeah. and uh, they went out there and just fucking. I, I thought it was like Frank was just like an angry human being that night i think because of that and uh i also feel like they could they could definitely their set probably went down two songs which they're probably like oh yeah which they're probably like fine with because then they could just go straight to partying right after like the crowd wasn't gonna get any bigger yeah that was a that was a sick that yeah. was a sick show it was like sold out what, what was that what venue called show? what's that if venue they, in Fort Worth? Dude, if they wanted to switch with us we would have done it <laughs> yeah they were just kind of just like i mean i remember them they wouldn't admit it, but I could tell there was like, all right, these new guys are going ahead of us. Yeah, and that was Car- that was Carcass's move. Yeah, is that the same tour that Suffo was doing or touring in, uh, or you were touring in Snoop Dogg's tour bus? Was it Suffo or you? It was it, it uh, rent. I think it was us. He he had the bus before we did or something. Yeah, or maybe it wasn't his. You and just when it came when it came to pick stuff, it had a bunch of snacks and shit, and it was pretty. I was like, dude, wait, you got you got 
washer and dryer on the side of the bus? Like no, 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 no that was that was that was Suffolk. Oh uh, yeah, Suffolk had washer and dryer, so maybe they you had could literally do your yeah, fucking laundry Suffolk, on the side of the Suffolk road. Suffolk had, <laughs> had Snoop Dogg's bus, or, or either Suffolk. I remember Necrophagus did once too. But yeah, they were just like, yeah, there's like mirrors on the top and like all these like fucking, it just is all like fucking plush and shit. Yeah, buses are so expensive that they just, you literally, the people who own them just try to rent them out as much as possible. How much does a tour bus cost a day for Suicide Towns? It varies. I'd say the average is probably fucking 1300 bucks, probably. Yeah. That's probably, what a, probably solid, solid average. There was one time where you guys were touring, you guys had two, or was it, you guys had a one semi truck behind you? Or two, okay. one semi truck to take all our cabs and gear, and we had no trailer on the bus. Other for other headliner, we, we spent a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that was just the the wall of cabs, right? Yeah, I don't think that tour was necessarily. It was definitely not a really big money maker. It was just yeah. like it was like trying to propel our name more, you know. No, you guys did really well. I remember we met up with you at the Palladium, and it was I think it was that same, might have been a different Suffo tour, but I remember. Um, that you guys had the wall of cabs and you guys had tables behind the cabs with like shots and like oh, bottles yeah. of shit and it was like me and frank and terrence and we're sitting there watching you guys take shots we're like i want to take shots like fuck you guys. <laughs> like you're going in between songs and you guys are cheersing going yeah woo, like cheersing and stuff like in between songs while mitch was talking and i yeah. was like damn man that's the fucking setup right there like yeah, yeah, dude, I, I feel like when I get like hammered drunk like that, I feel like Suicide Silence is the only music I could play drunk. Yeah, yeah. It's just Joseph. a muscle memory, too, for the fucking how many tours you've done. I was going to ask Joseph real quick, what what's your opinion on playing uh, with alcohol in your system? Um, I haven't done it live ever. I've like been sober every time I perform. Um, but, you know, I like to have a beer about like halfway through a practice for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. I like to do like the set once sober and then just loosen it up. And yeah, I can I can do it. You know, it's 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 fun. I was just jamming with like my brother over uh, the the. Was your brother? Your brother play guitar? Yeah, and and I had my kit like set up in in my dad's basement where we used to practice like way back in the day, and yep. we just we just got drunk and played fucking Black Sabbath and Jimi Hendrix and Grateful oh, Dead, yeah. Neil Young. It was just so fun, dude. So like, I don't know about about metal, like. You know, it, I I haven't really ever tried to do it, but any other kind of music, I, you know, you you start a little sober and then you just let it let it let well, you get yeah. loose as you're warming up into the the style. So a lot of drummers would say like you never just don't drink and drum. You yeah, know, I just never don't. played that live. So what about yeah, yeah. what about cannabis though? Do you smoke before you play? Practicing all the time, yeah. Um, but live, again, I've never still go I, sober. I've, I've been I. I've like smoked like in the day and then like played a show at night, but like never like right before a show. So mm -hmm. yeah, I try to be sober. Yeah, man. I, I tell you, man, I get bomb drunk and I can't even play a fucking Nirvana song. There's suicide sounds sets where I was shit faced, blacked out, wasted before it started and did the whole thing. Don't remember a fucking second. And I, people say it was best show ever. Yeah, it's the adrenaline and all and your muscle memory and, and stuff watched, like it was that grass pop. It was like eleven in the morning. And you're playing that material a lot more than Nirvana. Sure. So it's like yeah, sure. you you can fall into it a lot quicker. Of course. You know? There's just I, like a, there's an energy on the stage with you guys too that's just like this aggressive. Everyone's kind of a part of it. You just kind of like 
doesn't matter how fucking drunk you are just kind of like you guys all sink in the intro hits or whatever and you're in your fucking you're in your mode right yeah it's kind of like a fucking like it's like it's like being a, like in a big wrestling match in the <laughs> like the, call everybody, back. Call everybody, back. everybody has to wrestle work with each other and you know, yeah. one person's like lame about it it's gonna be a shitty match yeah yeah like if everyone's fucking enjoying themselves on stage and like all pumped and energetic it's gonna be a great show. We feed off. It doesn't matter jokes. how many. Doesn't matter how many beers you're gonna feel. They're gonna feel the crowd on you. You're gonna dude, feel. Dan, so Dan was a perf- performer before he was even carnivorous, dude. I've seen videos of him. He's got an intro. He had a wrestling name. He had an intro song that he came out to. Signature move. You guys used to do it in your backyard, dude. Oh, wrestling, dude. I'm wearing a wrestler's shirt right now, dude. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to I used to fuck around, get all drunk at your mom's house back in the day, and play with uh, your uh, Ultimate Warrior uh, stuffed animal or stuffed animal. Your stuffed stuffed ultimate- animal. <laughs> remember you had the Ultimate Warrior stuffed doll thing. It's called a wrestling buddy. Oh uh, yeah, one of those. That's in my room right t- now, next to my bed, actually. <laughs> I remember, yeah, it was. It was back then. It was still like a part of your setup. It was like it was there. It's got stains on it and shit now, dude. (laughs) It's like all like bleached out and white and just like this fucking pillomani, pillomani juice, fucking in (laughs) his eye. Yeah, wrestling is my life, dude. It was my life. Do you have any new favorite wrestlers? I don't really watch it anymore. I just watch the old shit still. What was your favorite signature? What was your favorite finishing move? What was ultimate? Fighter's finishing move. What was his finishing move? Who's what ultimate Fighter. What did I just say? <laughs> ultimate Warrior. See, dude, what did I talk about, Joel? I was saying I fuck up everything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate Warrior. What was his fucking? Uh... Sure it was the body press. Okay. Body press. So what, what would you do? Then he finished you with the splash. It was no no diamond cutter though. It's kind of boring. No diamond uh, cutter. The diamond cutter, come on! Remember the the WCW days with like the diamond oh, cutter. Wait, oh, is that the one where you yeah, like, yeah. and then he would page, sweep it across his fucking and then just Elvis. like it was, yeah, you got it, it Anthony. Those... You got it, dude. Yeah, it's like the DD, DDT kind of thing. Triple H is that? No, it's not the same guy. <laughs> Fuck, that's his soul, dude. So, <laughs> so what are you? What are, stick to grindcore, Trebek. <laughs> do you do you guys I mean, i'm sure you guys have management and all that stuff with super talents and all that fun stuff do you guys have anything legit planned for 2021 yeah we've got not fest japan that's gonna be rescheduled gonna do that and then we're just we're just trying to reschedule all the shit that we have right now yeah which is and then we have like festivals in the summer in europe but who knows if even by next summer shit will be able to happen i mean they're supposedly saying hopefully by like june yeah. Like maybe something. There's so, many, there's so many European festivals that are already booked, like Hellfest and shit like that. Like they're ready yeah. to go. Like we can go. We're gonna do it. Yeah. No, I just saw what's it called? Uh, a band's just basically their their tour was in March of 2021, and they just pushed it back to 2022. Oof. Yeah, dude. I, I, it's starting to get ridiculous. Where I just don't. I just hate. I'm not a patient guy, anyways. But the, the whole uncertainty part of it, where it's like, I'm okay to wait, just tell me when, but I don't have a when, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said not fast Japan. Uh, yeah, we scheduled like three times already. So did you, t- did you ever hang out with uh, Keisuke when you go over there? No, I've hit him up once, though. So I think he lived too far from Tokyo where I was playing or something. Oh, okay. 
Who's that? Long train or something. Keisuke, uh, drummer of uh, Vomit Remnants. That's what I thought, yeah. So me, He's the guy that brought you out to Maryland, right? Well, he didn't bring us out. What, what happened was, uh, I don't know how... Uh, he invited you on to sing on stage yeah so i had i had been uh in touch with them because of this i don't know dan help me out did the split happen after maryland i think so yeah so i think the split was like a year after okay so we 2004 and we did the split in 2005 or something Takanori and keisuke had come across carnivorous because it's severed and Mm -hmm. I those dudes were just super into the underground shit so obviously they obviously were into it if they're fucking finding carnivorous at the time because yeah. they're in fucking japan and we're this no-name band that we're in south san francisco yeah and uh fucking so we had just been pen pals through email for the longest time and um through conversation they had I found out that Vomit Remnants was going to be playing that, that what was it, 2004? Because I went 2003 without you. Yeah. The first, the first Maryland I went without you. The second Maryland you came with us. Mm-hmm. This is my first flight. That was your first flight, dude. I totally remember that I now. Stuck in, we got stuck in Arizona. Your first flight was across country, bro. That's mm-hmm. crazy. We got stuck in Arizona because we missed our Oh, yeah, dude, we did. We fucking got stuck in Arizona. We literally hung out at some random hotel and fucking, I think we were, we hung out with like an, a retirement couple in the hot tub. Oh, <laughs> and a stewardess too. And we all had a foursome and then we <laughs> went back to the room and flew out the next day and we went to fucking MDF and fucking, what was the, I was trying to remember this. What was the name of that, of that venue? Sonar maybe? See, I, st- I said sonar. I said sonar. So I think I was right. Maybe dude. it was the Thunderdome or something. It was the Thunderdome, dude. Yeah. It really was. Sonar was the one that Odious yeah. had played years yeah. later. Yeah, that we was in Baltimore. Fuck, dude. You fucking killed it right there because I, I forgot that fucking tie in. So it was called the Thunderdome. Thanks, and Thunderdome. it was. And it had the two levels. It had the fucking 360 I have, I have so much of that on video, too. No, no, I have pictures. Never mind. It was actually it, called the Thunderdome? It was yeah. called the Thunderdome, dude. And oh, and I was shit. trying to remember it. The last episode, was it the last episode that I was trying to remember it? And I called it the Sonar. And I knew I was wrong, but I couldn't remember the name. And Dan just fucking killed it with the Thunderdome. Thank dude. you so much, sir. Thank you so very much. But so anyways... <laughs> um, we're there and uh or no we're going there and i we had been talking to the vomit remnants guys and uh they said i was like i'm gonna be there and they were like do you want to do a song with us live and i was like yes 19 years old and i was like uh yeah i fucking i don't even remember the name of the song that i did but i was like i i really dig this song oh that's what they said they said uh pick whatever song you want to do and we'll learn it okay yeah and And i picked the one that i fucking wanted to do and i did it and and i was like okay send me the lyrics and they're like oh no lyrics (laughs) so (laughs) so 
and and i love those guys to death i'm not i'm not saying that as a bad thing at all i'm just saying i was i was very surprised like oh there's no lyrics and and maybe i should have been paying attention to more of the vocals and realized that when you listen to death metal guys you know when they're not saying shit you know they're just fucking making their voice sound good and that's that's totally chill too it it just becomes another instrument in in the mix you know yeah just Yep. Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay, so I got to go out there and freestyle some shit. And I actually came up with some words. There's footage of it too. And, and I came up with some words in those parts and I dude, that was my first, if I am not mistaken, dude, I think I performed with vomit remnants before I performed with my first death metal band. Probably before carnivorous ever played in front of people. I think I already was out in Maryland performing with some fucking japanese dudes by proxy i think you're kind of japanese kind of dude i think i i think i took on a little bit in that trip i think that's when i started eating sushi and that's when i started drinking sake cheers Uh, (laughs) cheers Cheers. Uh, no but for real we had a great time that weekend dude remember the goodbye in the airport with those guys we we all bought knickknacks at the fucking airport fucking crab king and then that was actually the weekend that i decided i was gonna quit smoking cigarettes dude because we all you and i went into that fucking little hawk box room that they got in fucking ball the baltimore airport dude and all the old people that were like fucking gray and green mixed together rooms and airports yeah dude and and we're in there we're trying to get in the last fucking cigarette before we get on our five-hour flight and i look around and i'm just like dude i smoke for way too fucking long (laughs) but dude if you really look about it you you see your future Look about oh, yeah. it. Just look about it, dude. Look about it. Just look about it. Fucking assholes, dude. Like you know a... what I'm fucking saying? I'm being fucking. Right. Look about it, dude. All right, dude. Let's 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 not. <laughs> can, can I can I ask a a question? Yes, yeah, you get, can. Get um, do you ever have like a say in in uh like bills for tours that Suicide does? And could you ever be like, I want to bring out this band because. Like they're sick, or is that like really up to management and not really? It's usually um, up to it's usually up to labels and the management when we're not headlining. But mm-hmm. when we're we're headlining, we get to, we could help, we could help pick for sure. Like we toured in uh, we toured in Australia, we were headlining, and I was like, you know, my, my brain immediately goes psychoptic. Are they available? No. And then I was like, how about that band Disentomb? Will they fucking open for us? And they're like, fuck yeah, they're all stoked about it because you know probably pretty big shows for them over there so yeah i got to pick them i had i got to have i got surruption open open up for us and in like sweden and shit yeah i get i definitely pick get a lot of the save because i'm the you are the death metal guy dude you're you're bringing you're you're trying to uh, i I just try to think about this way if i'm a fan going to a show i want to see fucking good bands not yeah not just like some local they put on so like when i go over there i definitely like what they always go dan who's sick fucking you know who's sick in italy i'll be like hold on and i'll like figure out who i want to play with us yeah so you sometimes yeah full tour is a little harder and definitely when you're not headlining it's not your show mm-hmm. like yeah headliners usually get to pick like cannibal corpse is really good at picking sick bands they want when they when they book tours that's why cannibal they on black dahlia yeah they brought they yeah. cannibal brings out fucking yeah deeds psychotic fucking they bring out severe yeah. torture. They bring out good bands, you know. 
because they know they know the the people are going to show up it's just like yeah. who, do they, who do they want to give the exposure to who do they want to help out yeah yeah for sure is that mainly is that mainly alex when that happens 100 it's usually yeah. the fucking bass player dude <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no he was he alex has always been fucking unique leader loyal dude okay, he, he knows a lot he's he's he works out on it just as hard as i do yeah, you introduced me to Alex, and he was like, "Oh, Odious Mortem, yeah, I had you on my MySpace top eight. I remember <laughs> you guys. Like, well, well, like, yeah, uh, he was, he was super cool. Prophecy, I know all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's sick. He's like, which song? Which one do you, what do you want to talk yeah, about? Which one do you want to talk about? <laughs> got eight tracks, right? <laughs> I mean, he has a Carnivorous logo shirt, dude. Oh, I was okay. gonna wear that one tonight, but I didn't. I, I decided not to. It sounds. It uh, seems to wear a fucking Budweiser shirt. I wear my own band. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wear. This is totally fucking Anheuser Bush, dude. Was it like a John Zorn like fucking remix or something? No, dude. All right, I'm gonna show you. It's uh, I've the most boring part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know Casey's seen the movie. Can is you it see Holy Bay Mountain Carol? or something? You got it, dude. I did. I was just kidding. Yeah. No, this is a fucking Holy Mountain shirt, dude. Oh, okay. Fucking uh, Jodorowsky's right here, dude, with his fucking have a holy hat. The fact you have a shirt of that is makes it weirder. Which <laughs> nobody, because... nobody should have a shirt of that, let alone own the movie. Well, we negative six people that get that shirt. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, you have a problem. I, I'm, I, I fucking don't want to be like any of you motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> you're a contrarian. I get As, it. You're probably wearing a fucking what? Uh, American Outfitters t-shirt oh, underneath me? that. I like this legion. <laughs> Everybody's like me, me, who? It's cool, man. I like your shirt. It's all good. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Casey knows what's up, dude. Casey's always gonna back me up, dude. <laughs> Casey's on my side, dude. Always. Yeah. Well. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so what's up? What do you think about Ray, Ray Mysterio? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's a great match with this guy. I know that's what I'm saying. Well, so remember what, what was that? So I remember that was in the same kind of time period of Ray Mysterio, but right? He took all the Lucha Libre wrestlers and took them over. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I've never seen Ray Mysterio's face still. My vape pen, dude. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice, and nice. Do, so, do you still play guitar too? Bass? Is that your guitar? Do you still? Oh, I just built a little studio going on here. I have monitors and shit. I just yeah. built it back up because I want to start writing new shit. And I'm picking up guitar again, and I'm fucking downloading Superior Drummer as we're as we're doing this right now because oh, nice. I need six drums. And I'm getting the Death and Darkness package, so hopefully that's some Ooh, Death and nice. Darkness, dude. This we're in December. It's 18 years since we started Carnivorous today. Well, that's what or I was going to ask. I was just about month. to ask. Would you guys ever be down? I would love to. We've talked about it. We've talked about it back, or like do do like an LP or something, or like. I mean, EP probably seems more probable. Yeah, LP. I mean, I remember at the ten year anniversary, I was like, dude, let's just do like a fucking EP with our two, fucking our demo. I honestly don't even know if I'm like capable yet, but I have to pick it back up play that fast again, and like, it's definitely gonna take some uh, tricking my brain into like playing orgasm type shit again well i think it's more yeah. of a confidence thing you were you were capable of doing it before dude yeah but then i just fucking played bass for so long without even touching so, it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's still there. It's still there. So who would play bass in Carnival the singer? Like Joel? It would be Joel or oh man. <laughs> if we brought fucking Joel in finally and Joel finally was I know. I, I'll just I just play Angel of Death cover like the whole time. I'll just do Angel of Death. <laughs> it all dude, comes that, back that around. That would be yeah. fucking rad, dude. I, I'll yeah, get my I, seven string out or I my five string that. and just <laughs> a carnivorous fucking but we can't call him Joel. we gotta call him season the obese dude oh man that's throwing call me back season the obese dude yeah if it, but you know what's funny if i did do more if more carnivorous stuff it would sound it would sound different because you know i'm older and quite a lot of other well, that's okay dude I, I mean this is the thing dude i know i'm not i'm saying i'm not telling you to go back 18 years and try and summon what you were back then i'm saying carnivorous is a new thing just like odious was is a new thing on the new album yeah. every band is a new thing on if they're not a new thing on the new album i don't know it's you know it's like more better yet or <laughs> oh dude you have no i fucking dia i fucking dia i was gonna i had i had so many ideas for this podcast dude i was gonna come i was gonna make merchandise i was gonna make a pavor shirt i was, I was gonna make a pavor hat I was going to make Pavor sunglasses that I could see through just, just so like one person would get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just for you though. It wasn't for, it wasn't for anybody who was going to watch it. It was just for my you. Cat just, I, my cat, we're watching my drummer's cat and he's staying in this room I'm in and he just shit in the, in the litter box and it's not a good time for me right now. <laughs> it sounds like Pavor pretty much, right? It's pretty yeah. oh. It smells like Pavor. Nope. It absolutely doesn't. It smells like uh, I won't say. It. All right, we're going going too deep on the inside jokes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, let's keep it like. Yeah, we don't what we're talking about. Before is the best. So, anyways, uh, yeah, they are. They're rad. Not the best, but they're very good. Um, so I like them. You're here now, and you're fucking. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at, dude. Can I fucking try and so uh yeah, go ahead? <laughs> I'm here now, Anthony. All right. So we're Dan. Yeah. Where are you at currently and where do you want to do with your future? I'm in Temecula, California, and I just want to fucking go on the road, man. You want to get back out on the road and fucking do shows again, dude. Yep, sick of fucking jerking off and making spaghetti and cleaning the house, you know? I'm ready to at the same time when you're making the spaghetti well, well i vacuum with the roomba and i stand on the roomba I jerk off with the <laughs> dude <laughs> making spaghetti in a bowl i just eat like whipping yeah. spaghetti up in a bowl yeah that's what i do all right no well, for I'm, real though I'm, like I'm, really, I'm just really ready for suicide to take off again ready yeah go on the road play some you play. guys been writing you guys been no, you we guys just ever play out, LA? I'd come out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we just put out a fucking album right before this pandemic started, which was perfect. Yeah, perfect. I mean, you were—it came out right after ours did. Perfect timing. So then yeah. we had to basically shelf it. So when touring starts, we'll play for that for a little while. Definitely, we're not even hanging out with each other, so definitely hard to write. Yeah, yeah where's but... the other guys? Basically, I'm just trying to keep. We were all like Eddie, our singer, lives in Bay Area, but. The rest, rest of us are all like an hour and a half, two hours away from each other. We'll get a, we'll get together when it's like when we have to. But right now, it feels weird just practicing a set for nothing. Nothing, yeah, just for like to get their muscle memory kind of. Yeah, like 
I bet we get, we always get we'll get back into it and be good. But this break is nice because I feel like once touring starts again, it's gonna feel like fresh. Like, oh yeah, touring, all these exciting things again. It's yeah, like, I think that's a good point. It's, it's like starving time. yourself. It's like it's like starving yourself and eating a meal. You're like, it's uh, like yeah, no show 2020. Like no nut November. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that first show back is gonna be so fun. Just do you have any ah. plans to do any kind of like uh, <laughs> any plans to do like any online like the thing you, the online tour stuff or the uh, streaming stuff or no. just in case like if things stretch out longer. If they stretch out longer and we don't know it's gonna be longer, then we'll probably do another one. We spend a lot of time and money into the other one, so like we know it's like mm-hmm. the other one looks so good and like if we were to do another one and like make the prices go lower it just looks shittier and it'd be like why are we dumbing down you know yeah yeah you set the bar pretty high yeah make anything, the prices gotta, higher yeah anything we gotta yeah anything we have to like a thousand dollars so you guys had to rent that spot obviously every night damn yep. they're shitting there they're well, like yeah. 10 grand worth of lights crazy yeah you gotta think about it like that was a venue yeah. that was doing shows before the, the night so they gotta they gotta we got an airbnb you know, recoup for, a little bit airbnb for five weeks hosting like eight people to sleep so it's a big airbnb where was it at dude where was it at you know it's in la so then you got to pay like uh then you got to pay all the camera guys and then you got everything yeah. you got to eat every day it's fucking it adds up where was your highest selling e, e- show probably in la LA. Probably like 400, 300, 400 people or something. Nice, nice. Yeah. I mean, dude, do you think Cali... like, a, like an e show compares to like an e cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's probably the same thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just like, straight, it's straight to your like, system. I had, it's stupid. I know. It's, it's not the real thing. Like, it like doesn't give you that right kind of like, like that right hit, but it's like, it's kind of there. You're kind of playing yeah. still, but you're not like getting that right. Like and the snack. convenience, it's, it's like right the there. Same. Since you're right at home, you don't have to go anywhere. It's still the convenience. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. It's, I'm showing yeah. this. This ain't no nicotine cannabis, motherfucker. No. Uh, you're so cool, dude. You smoke weed. I'm and so th- fucking like, cool, dude. You what are you like? Know, th- what are you, thirty nine or something? You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even so know. Sick, I'm I'm just the <laughs> sickest, dude. No, I'm just saying. I I'm, I chew my nicotine. Oh, that's even better, you fucking cow. <laughs> Chewing my cud. It's my cud, dude. Uh, all right. Well, fuck well, yeah. I think, boys. <laughs> I think we should probably wrap this shit up. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we went over two. We're over two hours now, I think. Yeah. We've now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Times, dude. It's good to see you, Dan. Virtually. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah dude. So... Yeah. This is the time that I just really quickly want to say thank you for everybody who's been subscribing and fucking liking, reviewing those five star ratings on the uh, Apple podcast are growing. That's awesome. So just, yeah, it'd be awesome if everybody kept doing that, spread the word, like uh, just tell everybody, you know I mean? It's, it's, it, that's the only real way we've been doing this now is just kind of like word of the word of mouth, like using a couple social networks, but it's just like, dude, we're really not doing much with this. So it's just like, we're, we're hoping that everybody just tells everybody, you know, that would be into this, just let, let everybody know and, and fucking like subscribe, all that shit and keep coming back. We're going to be here. We got some cool stuff ahead uh 
what's next episode next episode is deeds of flesh part two we got craig and ivan coming on telling their stories ivan and i have a a backstory together and yeah more cool stuff ahead ivan carnivorous alumni so we're more carnivorous stuff coming ahead and odious and odious yeah dude ivan's like ivan's the dude i've collaborated more with than any of any of you guys He's been in more projects that I've done than any of the other guys that I've worked with. So that's cool. He's coming, Craig. I've been on tour with him. So it's, yeah, we got, we got for, their for the story. new album for the new deeds album. Yeah, that's yeah. coming. It, dude, yep. it's, it, which, it, which is coming out. What's the date? December uh, 12th, 11th. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, so in a week, week or so. So the 12th is around there, around there. 11th, yeah, 12th. 11th or 12th. Uh, yeah, we'll I'll be the, tuning in. I want to hear. I want to hear those. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Seven Fuck days yeah. from now is the tenth. I, uh, so. I pre-ordered the T-shirt. Eleventh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Twelfth is not right. Eleventh is correct. It's nice. going to be dropping uh, the eleventh next yeah. week. Cool. Dropping with their uh, their album dropping at the same time. So it's going to be fucking sick, dude. Cali. Real quick, I think Diesel Flesh's fans think their fans are really thin because I got an XL sweatshirt and. <laughs> I'm like the fattest man ever. Like it like suck it like holds my stomach. Like it's like, like giving me a hug. It's like and my my breasts are hanging down and I, I don't know. Just, I think <laughs> I, if, if I, just I think sizing order one size pretty. bigger. Order one size bigger if you're gonna okay. do the, the switcher <laughs> stuff because that's I mean, good advice. If, yeah. you get that pandemic weight, you got those pandemic breasts. Yeah. That is um, true, dude. Those COVID, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to get a shirt. Those COVID cups, bro. You got those COVID cups. <laughs> COVID cups. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. i'm c's right now i'm just straight covids <laughs> got a couple of c's right here you might have to after this podcast you might have to send me a couple photos <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> some lewds uh, okay, yeah, guys. You guys yeah, everywhere you can find us please fucking yeah like i said all right enough of the that. thing all right guys but yeah we love all you guys come back oh, yeah. next week we'll be here nice to meet and, you dan uh, nice yeah to meet you. i'm gonna fly nice come to you soon dan Peace, Dan. Cheers, bud. <laughs> All right. Bye. Don't say goodbye now. We're going to say goodbye in a second. All right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week.